podcast with Mo. What up? Welcome to episode 20 of A Podcast with Mo. I'm Mo, and this is a podcast. And this week, we are joined by Snappy and Curtis. Uh, talk a lot about Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, some video game sales, urinal rules, politics, Trump, Oklahoma City uniforms, uh, the future of gaming consoles, some news about Warica, loud people, some pot stuff, music, um, speakers. And then when Curtis comes on, we read an email, talk about churches, taxes, the pig story, Reddit, more thunder shit. NBA stuff, quitting smoking, Oklahoma elections, uh, covered a large variety of stuff. I've been super fucking sick during this weekend trying to record and mix all this, so I apologize if it's not up to snuff, but to me, I think it's pretty good. Uh, so anyway, thanks for listening, um, all that shit. Uh, the beat at the very end of this fucking podcast is uh, one of the first ones that I was going to have on my last mixtape, but just didn't make it, so it's actually pretty good. Check that out when it comes, um, and thanks for listening. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. I'm back. And I will say, first off, this is the first time I've recorded while feeling kind of sick. So if I sound all fucked or it's just not good, that's what I'm going to blame it on. Um, but what's been going on in your life, man? Man, I, anything outside the real world is probably just Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. I've logged in some major hours. Yeah, you are saying you basically beat it and then you've had to restart halfway well, through. Well, I haven't and- got all the perfect uh, animals. I got eighty seven point five, but Percent. yeah, okay. I just make uh, make sure you do the treasure maps uh, bef- before the story ends. That's all I got to say. Right, all right. So there's your warning. So you're going back through, so you can try to get the one hundred percent. I did kind of run it in my football league chat, but <laughs> something that I I noticed or you hadn't done, and you've done a lot of stuff, is I randomly found a flyer in a train station about killing animals and sending to a lady or sitting to an art exhibit museum that I don't think you've ever found. So there's even, like, you've done 87% of it, right? and then there was still something you're like, oh, what the fuck's that? Right. And I'm like, god damn this game. That's my thought all the time. It's I, like, I figure that last 13.5% has got so much shit. Right. Well, I, I just went back to the 40s just so I could do it. Right. Well, I've, I've read where there's, like, uh, dream catchers. Like, there's dream catcher collectibles in the game that you have to shoot or something. I haven't seen one ever in the game. And there's people a, were like, they're pretty hard to spot if you're not. There's a mission where you go around blowing up all these dream catchers. It's really? over by Blue Water Mart or uh, Butcher's Creek. Yeah, see, I don't I haven't had any of that stuff yet. So I know there's just so much stuff I haven't seen yet. Um, but I'm not. I've done one story mission since the last time we recorded this podcast because I just go around doing the challenges and the hunting stuff. You probably like, should do that stuff first, otherwise you'll get engulfed. Yeah, but. Like you just said, if I would have went and done all the story first and didn't do my treasure maps or whatever, so I thought I got to do all the other stuff so I don't get to the end. But I need to progress a little bit, I think, because I hate the location of my camp at the moment, and I want the camp location to change, hopefully. Where are you at right now? Um, I'm next to the lake by Rhodes. Okay. In chapter three. I just It's just so far from fucking everything, and maybe the next place is even further from everything. I don't know, but it's just like... Well, see, you ah. got four available trappers, and I have three. Yeah. 
And it kind of pisses me off. Yeah, you got to go find the other one. Because once I get that animal, I might as well go. If I get a perfect, I might as well go straight to the trapper because I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> I'm going to run off a cliff. Right. Well, and then another thing, and I know we got right straight into Red Dead. Um, you got to kill that legendary deer so you can get all those perfect pelts. Because I got probably 10 perfect pelts in the 30 minutes before we played this. No shit. And it wasn't just no, it just wasn't a thing. I mean, I so, got like a perfect skunk pelt. And I got a perfect. Like you remember yours. That's how rare the yours are. I don't even remember what I've gotten. I'm like, I got oh, a yeah. perfect snake. That's only because I stole it off somebody. <laughs> yeah, I, I never come across snakes. No, I seriously stole the snake skin off this dude I looted. Hell yeah. I know I killed a man for some gold. Anytime those fuckers are by like the river mining for gold and they mention they might have some, I kind of threaten to rob them. And then they'll always try to fight me and I'll kill them and steal their gold. So that's just well, the way my guy is. guy didn't have any gold. Well, yeah, one time a guy did, then the second time he didn't. Those are my two he times. He said he was panning for gold. It was his idea or some shit like that. Um, all right, so I guess I'll just say we're coming down on Red Dead's pretty, pretty cool. And we'll stick with video games for a second. I'm sure Xbox is doing something similar, and I don't know where you're at on if you buy digital games or anything, but PlayStation has this huge Black Friday sale from now until November 27th, so that's 10 days from when we're recording this. And there's games like 50% off NBA 2K19, 50% off a bunch of games. Like, I'll, I might spend a couple hundred dollars on games, but then again, I don't need any. Like, Red Dead is enough for me at the moment, and I still have NBA 2K and other games I'm going to want to play. But another part of me is like, well, if I could get Arkham Asylum and Arkham City for $5 total, because they were the remasters, the return of Arkham, that's worth it. Or if I could pay $12 for uh, this one zombie game that came out two years ago that I thought looked cool. And I'm like, oh, Dying Light, I think's the name of it. I'm like, oh, it's $12. Who cares? Um, there's just so many games like that where I'm like, fuck, Sorry. I want so many of these games that are just like in the teens and money-wise. But they'll add up quickly. I saved $937. How much you spend? $1,100. <laughs> right, exactly. That's pretty much what's going to happen. I, My wife's normally all about go for it, you know, give some variety to play. Um, and I think come Christmas break, because, you know, my job, I, I get a Christmas break, I may want something random to play and maybe it isn't as cheap then as it is right now so maybe i should just go ahead and buy it for later but then i'm like i don't know i'm if just that's glad smart. i'm off work right now yeah i play. wouldn't get to enjoy near this many amount of hours right. i mean i know you were definitely last week for sure sad that you hadn't been back to work yet but there is silver lining for sure there's silver lining but man just sitting there all day every day right it gets old dude um all right i have a random question for you uh, or a scenario, if you will. So we're going to say it's like the movie theater, because I'm sure you've been there. Um, women, I will try to explain. There's like urinal rules. Like in every man's head, I think they have the rules of like what you do with the urinal, given how many people are there, how many urinals. There's like all this urinal math that people do. And I think most guys get it. I'm sure you will. It's like if you walk in, there's five urinals and no one's at any urinal. In my opinion, you go to one on the far end. Yeah. I personally go to the one furthest from the door. That's my strategy. But as long as you're one on the end. I don't think I've ever went to the one in the middle. Yeah, you just don't. Not only they're empty like that. And then, so again, we're going to go to the scenario five. The second guy comes in and someone's at the end. That guy, if he is he smart, goes, the other end. goes to the other end. And then this is the tricky, tricky part is guy number three. So right now we're in a scenario where there's two guys on the end, three empty urinals. All right. And guy number three, if he doesn't go in the middle urinal, then there's something wrong with him, too. Like, you just have to do the math. Like, what's the furthest away we could all be? 
And then God Force fucked. He has to go between two people, right? And that's right. just when that's it is what it is. But I've just noticed this a lot where people like I'm at the end. And then a guy comes in and he fucking parks it right next to me. And I'm like, bro, there's like three or four other urinals <laughs> You gotta in here. just look at him and say, bro, urinal rules. <laughs> I know. I guess we need to just really get that out there. Um, and I think it's an understood thing between men. And I really wish we had urinals in houses. I'm really, I get mad all the time that we don't have a urinal in our bathroom. I'm like, that'd be so fucking dope. But no one does. So it's not like I'm unique in not having one. All right. Um, all right, my only politics things. I did not have a lot of politics this week, which I know a lot of times I do, but I really, uh, I was just busy this week. Trump scared of the rain. Not really scared of the rain, but Trump didn't go to a like, veteran day ceremony at a funeral that honored, you know, veterans that gave their lives for freedom because it rained. And like, I love the jokes that came out of it. Like the man who said he's going to run into a school to stop a school shooting can't go in the rain or the fact that like these men died in war and he's he like, been bleeding to... orange. <laughs> Very true. Dude, there was a, was it last week we were talking about that? Like yes. finally it just fucking like, Oh man, he looks so orange these days. And I've never oh, yeah, so pink around the eyes. It yeah. just looked awful. And I've just never been like, I don't like Trump, but I've never made fun for his hair or his skin. Like I just don't care about either one of those things. But it's fucking. It he, was. It's a cartoon. It was so noticeable you couldn't. Right. I, I agree. Agree so much. But I've just um, kind of enjoyed that whole thing. And then some news that will come out. I don't know a lot about it. Trump said he has answered Robert Mueller's questions, but there's no collusion, of course, and all that. And like I said from day one, I do not think Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin had a handshake deal that Putin was going to help him. I think Putin just helped him. I don't. So in Trump's mind of like no collusion, I didn't make the deal. I agree with that, but I don't think that means the Russians didn't help him win. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like I don't think that's mutually it. exclusive. So I'm, nobody tells Russia nothing, right? They'll do. They're gonna do what they want. Uh, man, it just reminded me of Glow. I want to go back and watch Glow now because she has such a good fucking Russian character in that show. Um, so anyway, I'm curious to see what comes out of that. Um, he fired Jeff Sessions. None of this is written down. Just things I remember off this week. Uh, Jeff Sessions, who was like the Keebler elf looking guy you know attorney general uh fired him and hired some guy who says the president can do whatever he wants which i'm like this isn't good and the only reason it's not good is like nixon got impeached or everything that happened to him because he kept firing attorney generals it wasn't the actual wiretapping that got him it was like he got all paranoid and started fucking firing everybody and i'm like oh this isn't a good sign if like so maybe nothing will come out of that maybe who knows you know man I, I didn't look at the validity of this but it had Democratic representative said, you're going to fight us on taking your guns? We're just going to nuke you. I don't know if that was true or if he actually said that. Uh, yeah, that would be dumb. I mean, I'm not saying a Democratic I mean, politician I had a picture of a senator there, and you're just like, what? Well, for any human being to think you can nuke someone in America and then not also damage you through, like, the radiation right. and stuff, you're just an idiot. You shouldn't right, be talking Like I said, I didn't look it. up the validity, but it just caught my eye, and I'm like, I'm not clicking. I'm not <laughs> right. clicking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's great. And then also, we mentioned last week the Jim Acosta thing where CNN guy, you know, lost his credentials. A court did rule that the White House has to give him his credentials back. I seen that. And Fox News finally came to CNN's side. I'm like, well, yeah, they should. And then a bunch of Trump supporters are now mad at Fox News, which I just think is hilarious because they're like the same people. And they're all like, how dare you take CNN's side? They're fake news. And then Fox has to be like, no, they're not. Like they have to at least for a minute be like, this is all bullshit. It's all almost is- all fake at this point. Right. It is. It's all professional wrestling. It, it really, that's how I view it. Whereas, and I think like 
politics, and I could be completely wrong, in my mind used to be like when you watch real sports. Like right now, tomorrow we watch, you know, NFL football. The guys are going to play, and then the announcers are making up storylines, even if they're real or not, right? Like they're presenting it, but the like actual stuff happening is real. Whereas in professional wrestling, it's all made up. Like all of it's for your entertainment. So I feel like politics has just moved further to professional wrestling and further from like a real sport. Surprise McMahon ain't ran. I know. He'd probably win. Oh, yeah. With this dumbass I mean, America. There was that, what's to do the the pimp from Nevada who won a state house representative seat or something? Like Book- he owns all the. Uh, Booker T? No, no. Booker T's a wrestler. This guy was a pimp in Nevada, but he ran like, I believe in everything Trump does, but he owns a bunch of whorehouses because it's like legal right in Nevada. And people are like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go for him. You're like, oh, man, Republicans are voting for a, a pimp. This is crazy. Like the world's crazy. Just how everything's turned so quickly. Something else I've realized this week. I know it used to happen a long time ago, and apparently European countries and other places of the world do this as well, and America doesn't. Why don't cashiers have seats in America? Like, you go to a store, why are they always just standing there? Like, why don't they just have it's a seat? It's called a productivity. Somewhere along the line, someone come up and said you get, you're get you more productive when you stand up at your workstation. Is that is that proven? I don't know. Because I just don't, I don't know. Like, friends, I go and get a drink and whatever. I go. I, I don't think it matters. That woman is standing or sitting, to be honest. Or if at Walmart, if I was, I don't go through them. Well, with you notice people. at Aldi's they have little chairs. Do they? I haven't been to Aldi's before. Yeah. Um. And I remember as a kid, when I was real little, and you could still smoke in grocery stores, right? Like the cashier would like be smoking a cigarette, sitting in a chair, right. scanning your groceries. And like there was nothing weird about that. But now, like, yeah, if you you don't go anywhere where they're sitting. I, I could totally sit down at my job. I mean, get up and flip a cup around every now and then. But Right. I mean, but they say productivity is best standing up, I swear. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It just seems odd. It seems like one of those weird American things. Like, we work harder. Uh it's like, yeah, I, I guess. I guess they, we do. They think of people sitting down there lazy. Yeah, I, I could see that. And that might be what it is. All right, Stan Lee died this week. It's another big news story to some people. I I know it's not, I, I love Marvel. I think Marvel's way cooler than DC. And I only mean this off like the cartoons when I was a kid. Because I was not a big comic book fan. I just, my mom didn't buy me comic books. I played video games that might have them. And then I liked, you know, Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. And I enjoyed... X-Men cartoon, so like, I enjoy the shit, but I'm never going to be on those blocks. I'm a super nerd. Love Stan Lee. Whereas in like all week, all I've seen are all these people that probably don't even know what Stan Lee created and what he just was there for when he's the head of Marvel being like, what do y'all know about Stan? Like I everyone just, just, I don't know. They're all fucking weird. I just about know it. his missions in the games were hard as fuck. <laughs> right. Fine. Break out Stan Lee out of this thing you can't get to. Oh yeah. Like the Lego games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I know. Oh my God. <laughs> Where's I um, had to play a lot of Lego games. I got kids. I, I feel you. I've tried really, really hard to get into Lego games because if I ever had a kid, I feel like that would be like one thing, the earliest thing you could play with them. Right? It is because they understand it and they all come back and it's not a real big deal if they die. Right. Makes I the mean, most sense. It, they're all the same though. Right. And and they are very similar. And I try to play them and I'm just like, ugh. There's just some about this that I don't, well, I don't like for some reason. And well, I, one of my kids liked them. The other ones was already grown. Right. Well, like my wife, I bought the Harry Potter remaster because she loves Harry Potter. And I was like, we'll play as two player. And she likes it. And she's like, we play a Harry Potter game. I'm like, I don't really want to. And that's like over a year. My wife likes those. Yeah. I just, I don't know. There's something about it that just does not 
It's not it, my it's shit. It's not really adult. There's not a whole lot of thinking involved other than like, okay, jump, go upstairs and find this. It's just like bash, bash, bash. Yeah, uh, it's just know. like destroy everything. If you don't destroy everything, you don't max it out. Right. And then like the recent ones, I tried to play like the Marvel superhero one, which was, it was okay or whatever. And then I've played the Lego movie one, which was the best one because it came free with my Vita. And I almost beat that one. So I won't, I can't hang on out too much. But that one was also more of levels. All the new ones are like an open world. And I even hate that more than I hated the levels of the old game. So I don't, Legos just ain't for me. Even though like real life Legos are probably my favorite thing toy wise. I did get a couple of comments from people that say they listen to my, our podcast. Oh, yeah. Saying that uh, once we tar- start politics in, they turn it off. Uh, well, we'll try to kick so it out. So I just, you know, throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, we could not talk about it, but if it's just Sometimes like, there's just so much to talk about. Right. Like, I feel like this is a good amount this week. I just, it drives me nuts that not everyone can't see that Trump's an idiot. Like, even if you voted for him or you like him, I'm just like, but you have to admit he's an idiot. Like, we all admitted George Bush was an idiot. Right. And like, I don't know, like, you can admit like, oh, Bill Clinton was a horned dog. Remember, that was a thing, right? Like, we all make jokes, and we just go along with it. And so, like, and I think that's why I get so offended about Obama's. Nothing's about, like, oh, he's too polite. or Because there's certain things you can make. He's like a nerd. He's it was like a all nerdy Bush fucking guy. fighting the rain this week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. The Bush fighting the rain was my favorite shit. Um, but, like, Obama, she was always like, he's Muslim. I'm like, well, that's not really a ha-ha characteristic, and I, we don't even know if it's true. That's more of a stab. I've done it, but that's right. more of a stab in another direction. Right, and I'm like, we should just make fun of, like, oh, he had big ears. Oh, he... He did have big like, ears. But, no, it had to be, like, the fucking most racist comments about him. And you're like, what? What What happened? To just Can't we just make fun of presidents? Because they're all dumb. Anyway. Um, fun shit. The Oklahoma City Thunder's new city uniforms are dope. They finally wore them in a game. I don't know if you saw them. I really wish they were just their normal uniform. Was it those ones with the like Native American? Yeah. Okay. Like they're a little more previews. Tur- yeah, they're a little more turquoise, and they have like the cool. It looks like beadwork or whatever That's on the cool. waistbands and stuff. And the OKC looks cooler than their other logo. Like just in general, they should work to making that their main look and logos and shit, and then fade out that old I they just have the worst fucking uniforms and this guy I work with who's also a Thunder fan he did not know that that was a like everyone agrees like every year they do a vote of who has the worst NBA logo and it's the Thunder every year because it's just a fucking shield with a basketball and two little streaks through it and it says OKC it's nothing like there's Thunder in that and he was like what I love their emblem and I'm like what what are you talking about? Everyone hates their logo. Like so I had this conversation this week maybe because we're not named after an animal or Right. Well, I think you could use a buffalo because, like, the thundering herd, well, the, quote unquote, is what they. The only option it gives us in like the football games are bison. Yeah. 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 I remember that on Madden's where it was uh, if you moved your yeah, team. Yeah, because you said you can move it on. Hell, one time I had the Mexico City Jailbirds. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty so. good. Um, I used to love NCAA because you can make your own college. That was I my believe shit. It probably was. And I, I made like me and Marshall. I've told us before we made the Alaska State Tech Rockets. State tech. And we fucking, well, I mean, we went like 20 seasons deep in like a month. Like he came over to my house every day. I just didn't go to class. So I was depressed at the time. We made this big gravity bong. We just enjoyed our time. And we knew every player's name on our 53-man roster every season. We like make up a backstory for them and share that with each. And even now when I see him, I'm like, remember uh, last State Tech Rockets? And he'll be like, fucking Rodriguez, a wide receiver. It's like, wow. it all comes back. So, I enjoy. I love the fucking NCAA. Like if that ever came back, I would buy a football game again. That sucks because one year I would buy Madden, the next year I'd buy NCAA because right. I don't like buying back to back. Right. But now they don't have NCAA. 
even though Claus clearly makes fuck tons of money. Yeah, they fuck, do. But fucking put it in a savings account for these players. Fuck. They should just pay them. Why can't they pay them? Like, that, that too. If, like, friends, we played in NCAA. Adrian Peterson was in NCAA football. It might not have his fucking name, but that was him. It looked like him, had the stats of him. If you looked at the stats he had the last season, it was his stats. He should have been paid money to be in that game. Like, the video game company should have this straight, like, can we give you two grand to have your likeness in this game? And every college player is like, fuck yeah, I want to play with Because, well, like, the me. NFL does, what, $10,000 uh yeah it's, whatever, checks? yeah, it's whatever it is. You're right. They make out, they cut some deal. I once I, heard, I heard somebody talking about because they do that whole three-day new player arrival trying to teach them how to fit in the real world, and you can't do that in three days. Right. Not Where they from come college and, to the big stage. Yeah, they come and give the talks by yeah. the, the pros and all that shit. Um, anyway, I don't remember where we were at, but... Um, it's talking about college players getting play, paid. Yeah, but it was really just about, I want NCAA football back. Oh, I know I was going to bring up. I ruined my NBA 2K19 game a little bit. Didn't ruin it, ruin it, but with my my career mode, you know, I won the MVP and Rookie of the Year and all that shit my first season, which was great. Won the championship. Amazing. Then in the offseason, it was like, hey, who are some free agents you would like to go after? And Kevin Durant was a free agent, so I just clicked him to be like, well, that'd be cool. Kevin Durant came back to the Thunder. And then I clicked some other guys. And then they end up getting Kevin Durant. So my team is Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kevin Durant, me, and Steven Adams. And I'm like the previous MVP, right? So in a world in which we have like three former MVPs and then two all-stars, and it's like, holy shit, this team is too good. And it isn't fun. This is not. And I annihilate everybody? Right. Well, we can annihilate everyone. Plus, the other guys don't get their stats because I'm getting 40 points a game or whatever, right? right? Like, I'm just... So I'm like, it's to be fun. The Thirteen point twenty rebound a game. Guy. But now I think about, it, I should just up the difficulty. So I should do because I haven't done that yet. That's probably what that'd probably make it a little more fair. Then it's gonna um, be more frustrating for a bit. It will. It will be more frustrating. But I, I still enjoy that game. And like I mentioned earlier, it's fifty percent off right now. So everyone should get it and add me as a friend on PlayStation. And we can fucking play that goddamn game. Need get you an Xbox One. There's no world in which that would happen for a couple reasons not because i hate xboxes i mean i don't love them because i had my 360 had so many break on me that i just vowed never to do it again uh but also it's so late in their console cycle the new consoles are coming out next year Ain't no i already know you're just gonna say that <laughs> i'm not gonna worry about that shit and that the rumor is actually my p- push it to 2020 uh sony is not doing e3 next year that was announced which is a huge fucking deal for people in the video game world uh, that Sony's just going to skip it. They're just like, fuck it, we're not doing it next year. So that probably means they're planning something to announce the PlayStation 5. And I actually had on here this whole thought of the future gaming consoles. <clears throat> I feel like the next consoles are going to go in vastly different directions. I think PlayStation 5 is going to be your classic. It's going to have a, you can put CDs in it, you know, or disc, and it's going to basically be like we've always had. And it'll be like an iteration of PlayStation 4. But I think the next Xbox, like the Xbox 2, I think it's going to be almost all digital, no drive, streaming from the cloud. I think they're going to finally go all in with this internet shit like they wanted to last time. And that's what fucked them with the Xbox One is they came out and said, that's what we want to do. Gamers got pissed. And then they go, never mind, never mind, never mind. And then they they just fucked themselves so much. That's why they're so far behind I enjoy my single player a lot. Right. I'm not saying you don't, but you're very rare in that. I and they don't care I, what 10% I, of people want. I get it. I'm the same way. I mean, I'm the, I don't enjoy most multiplayer games. But, I don't enjoy going on there, spending 30 seconds, getting shot, having to respawn, get shot again. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Shooters are just not, in general, my thing normally. 
but I do think the next Xbox is going to be a streaming sort of device. Like, cause they're doing, they're going in a more PC mode. Right. And I think Sony's going to probably, at least for one more generation, try to keep this whole idea of the, the game console that we think of, right? Like you put the disc in and then you play the game and, and I don't know how much longer that's going to last. Well, Red Dead came with two freaking discs. You had to download one. Well, not for me. Put the other, then, then you had to put the other one in, then you had to put the other one back in to play. Yeah, I heard that for Xbox. That mine did not. I mean, I, mine's digital, so it didn't. But also PlayStation, I think they fit to right. one. Um, but I know like Xbox One X looks better than anything else right now. So like, if you got like the super duper version, but also I'm a 4K TV, so because it's like there's so, matter. there's so much content in the world in Red Dead. I mean, hell, I ain't even seen a woodpecker, and that's a one of your challenges. Yeah, one of my challenges. I have to kill a woodpecker and a cardinal. I mean, I seen some dove looking thing fly by, but they go so quick. I mean, you got to have your you gun out shoot. And ready. Yeah, sure, I shoot. Um, I've killed one cardinal once. I don't know where, and I found another one. And that one was poor, and I got to find a perfect one. So it's gonna take a minute on some of this Red Dead shit. Um, do you remember the Taco Bell dog? Yeah. Yo quiero Taco Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Dad's just it. It was just a crazy time. Crazy time in the world back in the day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure that made the Chihuahua popular. Right. I mean, I remember enough to like for Valentine's Day one year, I got a Yo Kiro Taco Bell dog inside of a big balloon. Remember what you said on Valentine's they like put yeah. things in a balloon and then you hit a little its chest and it would say some phrase, right? They fucking talk like it was popular enough commercial that they made toys after it and then you got it for a gift on valentine's day like that's how popular it should be. there ain't nothing comes close to that today in a commercial uh, most people try to opt out of commercials if they can unless it's the super bowl oh yeah 100 percent. the super bowls aren't even they've kind of went downhill in my opinion yeah um, usually one or two that's good i don't i just don't care about football anymore man i wish i did like yeah. uh, our cousin Brandon hit me up as last night at like 3 a.m. for some fucking reason. I don't remember what time it was. It was like, hey, do you not like Madden? Which is a fucking weird question. It's a weird question to send somebody, right? That you don't talk to often. And I was like, no, not really. Not not my thing. It's kind of boring. And I don't really like football in general. And he put, oh. So that's the kind of shit you get being in our family. You get cool texts like that. Fucking random time. Man, our not- families do have a odd times of hitting you up on facebook yeah yeah and then i mean shad our other cousin i know he listens to the podcast he'll hit you up at fucking 2 a.m too well, 6 a.m you know, there for a while it was all right because i was at work <laughs> right. now that shit be going not. off in the middle of the night i just put my phone in the other room and everyone's like man i've been texting you it's like fuck i don't put my phone in the same room my phone has not been off of silent in probably a year and my wife gets pissed all the time when I miss a call. Like, how'd you miss that call? I'm like, because my ringer has never been on on this phone. Like, I just don't. It's just not a thing. I don't like my phone ringing. If I'm looking at it, I'll answer it. If you text me or whatever, I'll call you back. But I, I just, I don't know what it is. I guess it's me being a millennial. I don't like the whole fucking old school. You have to hear a ring all the time. Like my, if I get a text, it doesn't make a noise. None of that shit. I mean, me. I almost missed the house phones because if you wasn't at the house, they couldn't get a hold of you. Right. Or you could just not answer and they couldn't know. Right. You know, uh, whereas in now, like, for instance, you could look at a caller ID back in the day and be like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. I'm just not going to answer it. Whereas in now, if you do that, they know you did that. Right. Because right. your they cell just, phone they was They just on put you. me on silent. Right. <laughs> so it's, it is definitely weird um, the way it all works. Um, one little story that we, I think we briefly touched on in the past from my hometown of Orica that I'm going to follow up on because I think the results are crazy and you'll enjoy the story. So there was a former Warica school board member who is also a man who 
uh, owned this funeral home. And he was caught selling all these drugs and got arrested. That's all I really knew before. Um, but now what I have learned was that he was arrested on June 7th after an undercover cop uh, made arrangements with him to purchase four ounces of cocaine for $3,200, which I say a hell of a deal. It was. Hell of a deal for four ounces. Yes. Like, how is this guy making money? Anyway, four ounces is lots of grams of cocaine. Anyway, so he was arrested for doing that, of course, right? Selling drugs. So if you know someone sold four ounces to cops, you would assume they would get, like, a lot of jail time. Especially yeah. if it was, like, coke, I would think. Right. Um, I know people who have gotten arrested for an ounce of weed that have gotten more jail time than what I'm about to read this dude as, which is crazy to me. Six months in prison and three years of probation was his sentencing for selling four ounces of cocaine. He ratted somebody out. To play, right? 100%. I mean... That's what I thought. There's no way. I've lived on a street, and I know the street rolls long enough. And, <laughs> you know, I, I know what that is. And so, of course, this is like a huge story in my hometown. I see people on Facebook right, talking about it. And then other people, of course, going straight to who he rat out. And then I'm, I'm guessing there's lots of very scared individuals. I'm telling you, if my hookup was selling it that cheap, his name would have never got to the police. Like, why would you turn that dude in? That's fucking money. Well, if, if you're you, into that thing. Right. Well, if he's going to jail for a while or whatever, it might be. But yeah, I just thought I thought all that was pretty pretty crazy. Six months, so he'll never make it to the big house. He'll just sit in county. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. And then my last little thing I have before I can bring up just random shit is I see people, and I'm sure you're one of these type of people, so I ain't like trying to like hate on you in particular. That share this shit that's like my kid, or if like your kid hits my kid, my kid's been taught to beat your kid's ass. And they have all those posts, right? And I just think it's like I haven't shared any of that, but I'm not saying you have, but, but I can see myself doing it, right? I think you would understand their attitude. To me, it literally is the trashiest shit to share. Like, there's just something about it where I'm like, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, you should teach your kids self defense, but you being on Facebook as an adult bragging. Well, I taught my kid, like, you're just a trashy person. Like, you shouldn't do that shit. Like, I don't, I get it, people, but I don't see it that way or everyone. But to me, it's all I can see. It's the same way with the, how I, I judge the women who put the shit. If you my man, I'm a blah, blah, blah. And you're like, but you don't have a man. You haven't had, like, obviously, you've had, like, many men in the last however many. This isn't working. Like, they got, just, like, four kings in three weeks. Right. It's all that shit. Like, to me, there's something about the way, the things people post on Facebook where I'm like, it says a lot about you. And I just think those sort of ones are the ones that like. I do laugh at them, I but judge I do them. not share them. I guess. I'm kinda, I guess I'm kind of like you. It's like, I don't need to put it out there. I'm pretty sure everybody knows my stance on it. Right. I don't know. And I, I, if you mess with me or my kids, I mean, we're going to swing back. And well, and there's this whole like, I guess I only use Facebook really for memes. I literally just share memes and then links to this podcast. And if, and it's, that's the, about and it. if it's their kid that's got an attitude, I want to deal with the dad. If their dad ain't around, let's deal with the uncle. I'm just going to go down the line. We're going to get this shit settled. And right. And I guess my instinct is like, none of that. I just don't. But I also have kids. But I'm not like, well, let me go fight someone because y'all got no. I would be like, well, no, this is fucking dumb. Let's just, you should figure this shit out. You can't fight everybody you meet in your whole fucking life. Yeah, I'm, I've rarely been in fights, but I still take that stance. I know. It makes you feel cool. Like a hard ass over here. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can find some random. If you have anything to bring up, you know, feel Man, free. we was coming back on I-40, massive road construction from the city. You know how they have these little walls in the middle? I call them the wall of death. Yeah, yeah. See, steel fucking walls. This uh, 
semi starts coming in our fucking lane and we had to slam on our brakes we're like what the fuck and there's this motherfucker just walking balancing himself on the outside of this wall of death when there's barely even enough room for traffic to get through and i'm like what the fuck are you saying i mean he might have been in his 20s maybe yeah it's just one of the dumbest things i've ever seen yeah i was having this talk this week with someone over there like i would always rather take the interstate over any other road and i'm like hell no it depends it depends how far i'm going and all that shit but if it's like from here to the city, I do not agree. I do not agree from here to the city. Is not while construction is going on. Right. Because, like, yeah, it should get jammed up. I would much rather take Slaughterville or some back back way if possible. All right. Uh, yeah, people are, people are fucking crazy for sure. Um, this is super random. Read this week, and I never knew this, that Walt Disney, you know, the man who uh, started Disney, his last words on his deathbed in 1966 was Kurt Russell. And he wrote his name down on a piece of paper. And at the time, Kurt Russell was a 10-year-old actor who had a contract with Disney. And no one knows, including Kurt Russell, why Walt Disney wrote down his name. And I just think that's strange that he ended up becoming He called him. it. Yeah, he was just like, I knew this kid was going to be a star. Let me write his name down before I die. I knew he was going to be the star of Tombstone. Which really, I thought Doc Holliday was. But To be real honest, I haven't watched Tombstone in so long. I mean, uh, I, I did as a kid because it would just be on, but I haven't watched. It's not your thing. I time. get it. Maybe with Red Dead, you know, I'd get back to it. I'm in the mood. Okay. I know you don't go to the doctor's office or something, but, you know, you go out in public. I do. You ever just hear these people over-talking their whole life stories on their fucking phone? Yeah. In public? His name's Pow Wow. He used to be on this podcast I mean, this, back in the day. This poor fucking guy, Brian, her kid, and this Ronnie kid, man, they just done so many drugs, and she just had enough. She can't support him no more. He didn't show up to take her man to the hospital, and he he's on this drug. She just knows it. And about six of us are all looking around, and we're like, are y'all getting this? Right. And we're like, Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, who does this yeah. in public? There, There's a lot of people like that. She, she had like four different conversations about the same shit with different people just calling and gossiping. It reminded me of Warica so much. Oh, yeah. That does remind me of Warica for sure. Honestly, yeah. I'm the type, I don't, I just don't talk about a certain decibel out in public. Like, I just don't. But my wife pissing me all the time. We're in Walmart. She's like, I can't hear you. And I'm like, well, you got to get closer because I'm not talking above this level. Because I'm not a crazy person that fucking screams at Walmart. Well, you know me, I'm kind of a loud guy, but I still don't air out my conversations in public. Right, I think you're loud, but yeah, I don't think I think you would maybe know where to draw a line I, of what to bring I up. I get told all the time by my oldest daughter, quit yelling at me. I'm not yelling, I'm animated. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I am like that. I judge anyone who yells, and I know you can't help it. Probably because you can't hear well. I'm sure it's all tied together. Powwow's the same way. Motherfucker is the loudest person out in public. And I'm like, dude, I'm right here. Like, you do not. That yeah. used to be our biggest, like, friendship fight of, like, I ain't going fucking anywhere with you because your ass don't know how to fucking talk at a reasonable level. Depends on if I was really drunk or not. Oh, yeah. Well, if he's drunk, it's all hopes are gone on that one. Uh, all bets are off. Yeah. So... I've always wondered this, and this week I figured out, that Nintendo's Mario was named after the landlord of a warehouse that Nintendo was using at their American headquarters. The company had gotten behind in rent payments um, and prompted an angry visit from their landlord. And then so they changed the name of Jumpman, which is what it's called in Japan, to Mario as like, oh, we're naming our guy after you. And I just think it's awesome because it's like Mario's the most famous fucking video thing ever. Right. That's pretty cool. And this random fucking landlord. I thought it was <laughs> supposed to be some plumbers or something. Right. I mean, 
He is because there's pipes. Well, <laughs> but I think that was just like Mario's in a world where they made the game first and had to come up with the story later. And that's why the movie sucked so bad back in the day. Even though I loved it, I loved the Super Mario Brothers movie with John Leguizamo as Luigi and all that shit. But most people would say it's trash, trash movie. Same like Mortal Kombat. I love Mortal Kombat. People act like that's a trash movie. I just thought it was great when I was a fucking kid. I, li- I like the video games. I don't think I really got into the movies that much. Yeah, video games are cool. I tell you what, I did not get into the Batman movies. <laughs> there was one Batman. It was like two hours and 30 minutes long. I think it might be your favorite one. But Batman? I don't even like Batman. I, I've i never watched the Batman series because I, I can't get through that one movie. Yeah, Um. here's my take on Batman. When I was four, I went and saw the one with the penguin. It's Danny DeVito, penguin guy, right? So I think that was like Michael Keaton was Batman back in the day. That was the first one I saw. I had to leave the theater because I got scared. I told my mom, I was like, it's too scary. Get the fuck out of here. That penguin was scary. Dude, you're Bobby Hill. Yeah, pretty much. Um, But I was four, so I feel like I'm okay with that. And then eventually I watched it when it came out on VHS because all my friends, we all had the Batmobile and the little action figures. I didn't because I didn't like Batman, but they did. So I was like, well, we watch it. And it was cool. It was all right. And then really, George Clooney Batman is what I grew up on. So like, that's when you know that. Mr. Freeze and the Riddler, fucking all sorts. I didn't watch any of it. And those were all very cartoony. And it was like, oh, that's fun. But I never loved it. And people love fucking Batman. I said there's been so many Batman and so many Supermans. I just, it's like, I barely barely keep up with the Star Wars. (laughs) I think Star Wars is overrated too. Well, Um, it's just because they, you know, watch one through four and then watch number nine. Now you got to go back to seven. Let's go to eight and then 10. That's like some weird order you're supposed to watch. For what? Star Wars. No. It's some fucking weird. Dude, look it up, man. It's No, the way you're supposed to watch them, it's chronological order. They didn't come out that way. Well, then chronological order from the release date. Either way, neither one of those are what you just said. You're talking about skipping around prequels Dude, they do, man. Look, look, look it up. The order you're supposed to watch them in for the storyline, it does not go in order that they was released. Well, I know they don't because the first trilogy and then the prequel well, trilogy, but you acted like you were going to go watch one of the new ones, episode nine, and then go back and watch episode two. Well, you never do no, that. No, like nine and seven, they're like well, the one where it's about Han Solo and shit. That shit is out of order. You're trying to include the Solo movie and the shit that aren't one of the original, and then you're numbering them. I think that's where we're getting confused here. But regardless, Star Wars is overrated. Batman's overrated. He's just a rich guy. And I understand there are some people who are like, he doesn't have powers and he does it all through fucking his brain. I'm like, his brain and an unlimited amount of money. Like, that's why I don't like him. Whereas in like Iron Man, he has a lot of money, but he made like a fucking kick-ass robot suit. Like, right. Iron Man is just a cooler Batman. Yeah, and you can't says, convince me different. My wife says Iron Man will always be your favorite because of the guy that played it. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, um, but now he don't want to do it because he don't want to be known for that or something. I was like, okay, well, you get made a billionaire to dress up. That's the same thing as acting. That's all. You're dressing right. up as somebody else. But I understand not want to keep, or I understand wanting to keep getting paid more money because it's like I'm the draw. They know me as Iron Man, so pay me more money. And he's gotten paid the most money out of all of them. Well, but he also helped start it. Yeah, fucking Iron Man. I mean, he makes it badass. He's funny. He's, right. He's badass. Well, so. and there's so much revisionist history on Iron Man. Of like, when I was growing up, no one knew the fuck Iron Man was. Only reason I knew who he was was because of the Marvel versus Capcom arcade game, and I always chose him and Mega Man because they looked kind of alike or whatever and I was like oh, that's a fun team and then that movie came out and we're talking about Batman the Dark Knight I think the Dark Knight's second name the second one 
it came out a month later, and I remember thinking, like, Iron Man was just better. And everyone was like, Dark Knight's the greatest fucking superhero movie ever. And I'm like, I'm not saying Heath Ledger's not good as Joker, but that movie's boring. It's fucking slow as shit. All those Christian or the Christian Bell fucking Batman movies to me are very boring. I know that's like no one agrees with that. No, I agree. But like they just are. Whereas an Iron Man was fun. Now Iron Man two and three not as good. Thor sucks. Like there's a lot of Marvel movies that I don't like. Right. And uh, but I do think Iron Man pretty fucking dope. Oh right, man, I really think that's about all I got this week. And I have someone else coming on, and I don't have nothing for them to talk about, so I have to figure that shit out too. Man, uh. I was going to, I was talking to my doctor, man. He goes, man, you're looking kind of down today. He goes, your foot looks good. And I was just like, well, it's like I'm not getting my hopes up anymore. It looked damn good last time. And it's all fucked up now. Right. And it's not really fucked up. It's just got a little curve. I guess it looks like actual foot now. But, yeah. I mean, I still got the stitches in. And I'm like, dude, I said, you don't like just uh, prescribing opioids. He's like, no, I don't. And I was like, well, just make me your first medical marijuana patient. Yeah. Go He's for like, it. Are you? He goes, why in the world did you kick the wall? I said, I was out of weed. And he just looked at me. <laughs> And I was like, well, I get vivid dreams when I don't smoke. And he's like, well, that's understandable. And we got to talk. I was like, dude, I mentioned you on a podcast all the time. He's like, bullshit. No, you don't. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, Dr. Green, you want a straight foot? OKC Orthopedics. There you yeah, go. Yeah, name's Dr. Green, but he won't prescribe me. I, I was like, yeah, you got Dr. Green. I said, I'm going to smoke one for you. I said, hell, you could call it Dr. Green. Get your medical here. Yeah, that's what you should do. Um, I did read because I have a friend who's uh, you know, super liberal, progressive person on Facebook. But with that comes, they share a lot of information about medical marijuana going on in all the rules. And there is a doctor coming to this area, like basically come from a city and they visit areas and you just got to basically pay them money to give you a card. Right. And they ain't like shit. You just go up and like, here's my $250 fee and here's what's wrong with me. And they're like, here you go. So it's like these doctors are really, this is my problem with medical marijuana or medical cannabis, because I hate when we call it marijuana when we don't smoke marijuana, is it like, it's not. It is for some, sure. But, like, the way we handle it, it's not like every doctor prescribes. It's like random fucking doctors, and you pay them money, and they'll give you a card. So let's just make it recreational and quit with the bullshit. Like, it's so annoying to me. Well, that's because the other side wouldn't let it go. Right, but there's, I actually, I guess I get pissed at the doctors that are like, all right, we're going to drive down, you pay me money, and I'll give it to you. I understand they're the hookup, but, like, they're taking advantage well, of a fuck situation. There's 77 counties in Oklahoma, I believe. Right. And there's 38 doctors. So that's not enough to really go around. And right now, Ada alone is pushing her council meeting back till December 6th. So the businesses that have already got their license and done everything by the book can't even operate right now when they should be able to. Oh, yeah, they should Because Ada's them. bullshit. Ada's going to get sued just like Ardmore. Ardmore tried to treat it like a sex, uh, sex offender registry. Everyone that got their medical card, they was mailing their information to the police stations. Oh, damn. That's fucking HIPAA violation. Yeah. So bad. They should. All, I mean, all these people should get sued now, for sure. There's lawyers just sitting around on board waiting on this. Right. I mean, they're ready. Yeah. Um, But I still am saying, because I think you missed my point, you're saying, like, well, there's just a short of doctors. And if all these doctors are doing the goodest of their heart, sure. But I see it more as these guys need a quick 250 for a five-minute meeting. And they know that you have to meet with them, and so they'll charge you whatever. Like, I just see it more right, as That the, is the most expensive part is the uh, doctor fee. Right. And I'm like, because no, the, I want to buy— Because the license is $99. Right, I just want to buy some pot with that shit. What are you talking about? But you got to go get your photo done at, like, Walgreens with one of them plain backdrops. Like a, it's all like, dumb. It's all dumb. Just fucking yeah, make it It's basically the same legal. regulations as it is for guns. Well, Which pot's not, not nobody a gun. Likes. Huh? Pot's not a gun. There should be the same regulation that there is for alcohol. 
how have we how are people just on the building screaming like you do that for alcohol you do that for alcohol to all this shit oh you want alcohol go get your photo id made in uh walgreens and a special card that says you can have alcohol so no crazy shit. so crazy alcohol is way worse i know and they the thing is I'm not even saying to ban alcohol. They tried it in the 30s. Horrible idea. It made the mafia. A bunch of people died because the government poisoned a bunch of beer. Like, fucking three years of prohibition or whatever the fuck it was. Maybe it was only two years. It was, like, the worst time in America. So, like, they shouldn't ban it. But I just think we should learn lessons from that for the other substances. Right. Well, like, it was, like, what, 1932, 1937 that they banned uh, hemp because the products lasted longer. Right. And so that's why marijuana got, you know. It was a combination. It was a combination of, of the hemp versus other like, materials. It was timber. You can make cheaper hemp paper than timber paper. And all the guys that own newspapers also own, own timber mills. So they help put out propaganda. It was like uh, this cotton rope is $10 and it'll last you a year. Or this hemp rope is $30 and it'll last you a lifetime. Right. And that, they're, that, they're going to turn over that cotton. Right. So it's a combination of just hemp is really good at a lot of stuff. Um, and then they made it seem like you could smoke hemp and get high. But they're right. like different. It's like a cousin shit. Um, oh, it's all very interesting if anyone cares about this. But honestly, I feel like if you care about that, you probably already know. And if you don't care about it, you're probably just against Paul. Like, I mean, I look up more of that stuff than I do any of the politics. Right. See, I, I'm trying to stay up to date on this weed stuff because it's important to me. Yeah, well, that's good. Um, I'm just always like, well, let me know whenever they uh, just legalize it. Right. Like, I'm not, I have not, because I've had people hit me up of like, hey, you know how to get a card? And I'm like, no, I haven't even thought about it. <laughs> it hasn't even crossed my mind. And again, I mentioned a few weeks ago, I just feel like, and then a part of it is I hate pain pills. I just don't like the idea of them. And so I don't go to the doctor for my knee pain or back pain or all this stuff. Because I'm like, well, what are they going to do? Give me fucking pain pills? I don't want that shit. Hardly anymore. They can only prescribe you seven days at a time now. And if they have to do a second consecutive uh, script, then you get referred to a pain management specialist. That is the new law. Well, regardless. So, okay, if that happened, then they would just give me pain pills forever if they deemed me worthy of them. And, and so hard, I'm like, I ain't hard, trying to do it's that. It's hard to get people to do that. So, or so, what they'll do, they'll do these private practices where they don't accept your insurance for each visit. What you got to pee in a cup once a month is 300 bucks. Oh, fun. Yeah. Fun stuff. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see where all that goes. That's all they're creating. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and I'm that's like freedom you, you in know? America. If someone wants to go get high, they ought to have a center. You want to get high? Here, come sit in this well, chair. There's this documentary. Or something. I mentioned it, I think, before on here called uh, The American Drug War, Great White Hope or something. I think it's called The American Drug War. Look it up on YouTube. It's an hour and a half long. They have the whole fucking thing on YouTube. I used to own it on DVD. And it really just goes into the history of the drug war as far as like, some of the political stuff about it, right? Like, not like, should you get higher? Should you not? Just like the factual, this is kind of what happened that got us here. Right. right. And so it's just so interesting when you watch that and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll, like the, the drugs are for America. These, these motherfuckers get like a billion dollars in their shit a year, right? Like for their budget to put out commercials that are like, don't do drugs. So why on earth would they ever want marijuana legalized? That's just going to drop their budget because people are going to be like, well, you don't need the marijuana propaganda, right? Like, and they're just a government center that does propaganda. And you're like, what? This is fucking crazy. Like, I really think part of the reasons I've done uh, experimented more than I probably should is when I was a kid and I was told marijuana is this horrible, horrible drug, right? You get fucked up. And then you smoke pot and you're like, no, ain't that bad. Well, and so then you wonder 
what else did they lie to me about of all the other drugs? Now, some of them they are factual about. They are telling you the truth, but you don't know that because you can't trust them because they act like every one of them is fucking crack. Well, we have a couple of ants in Warica, Oklahoma. Yeah. They yeah. like to call pot, my bad, like to call pot dope. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. Oh, yeah. Um, I hear it a lot. And I actually... I'm when like, I, dope is man-made. Yeah. I go home and I'm, I always call it dope as well because I think it's funny. Uh, I'm like, yeah, you know, they're all smoking dope. And they'll be like, <laughs> they're smoking right. that dope. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I do say, in general, I think dope is something that a man had to had to put some chemicals together to make it. Is right. what I call dope. I agree. So if you two ants are listening, that's my take on it. Write us in. I know one of them listens. Actually, uh, one of them called me the other day and said I listened to you and Mo the other night. Yeah, I know we have a couple listeners in our hometown. I mean, probably should be embarrassed and shouldn't say half the stuff we say, but then again, I feel like you just kind of got to go for That's it. That's the point of this is like we're on here having fun, and a lot of people get a kick out of it. Yeah, um, actually, as I mentioned earlier, we had a guy, I don't know his name or else I would say his name, but I didn't look it up before this. He makes EDM music, and he has listened, jumped on to listening to our podcast hit me up and was like, if y'all need some music, and I told him to send me a song, I'll play it or whatever. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, <clears throat> because I'm trying to get in this whole making music shit, but it's, it's really hard. I guess I can talk about it real quick before we go. Of, uh, none of this is going to make sense to most people, but I'm going to say it anyway. There's this thing where you side-chain your kicks to your woofer or your dr- bass. So you got like a bass line, and then you got your kick, which is like your two noise, right? And so you side-chain it, so whenever your kick hits, the bass drops so that you don't like overpower it okay. and fucking blow a speaker type of scenario right and so i just learned how to side chain this week like because i've been i see it mentioned a lot and i'm like oh shit i need to sound better that's the thing i think it sounds weird like, i listen i'm like oh these sounds shit and now i'm it's too far like i can't go back because that sounds like shit too so now i'm like stuck in this middle land of like oh fuck now nothing sounds good on these kicks like i don't I don't know what I'm doing enough of the time, I guess. But then right. again, I'm just like, fuck it. I should just put it out there and fuck it. Someone might like it. Who cares? Right, but just finish it up and just don't do it on the next one. Yeah, and that might be that might be what I do. But now it's in my head of like, well, everyone says you need to side chain your kicks to your drum. And I'm I'm sure it does sound better. Maybe I'm just dumb. That could be part of it. Like, I don't have much bass in my setup here, so I don't hear it a lot. I can just kind of see it. So whenever I take my CDs out to Koopy's car, it's like, Fucking her wolfers go crazy. And so I'm like, ah, oh, shit, I put too much bass on this. Cracks so. me up, them uh, guys that come into work bumping their music, and all you can hear is a fucking trunk rattling. Yeah. Well, I can put some rubber seal on that shit or something. Oh, I man. had come a on. Chevy Cavalier when I was 17 years old that had two 15 inch subwoofers in it. Way too much for that little ass car. And like the trunk would come open. Like, it would pop my trunk, and I'd be like, oh, got to go close the trunk. Hell, I had one of the 93 Plymouth Neons. Not even a Dodge. Right. A damn Plymouth, and I had two 15s in the back of that bitch. Yeah, that's just the way you did it. Um, And I haven't had speakers in over 10 years in my vehicle, but I want them all the time. Like, fuck, I'll let some dope speakers. I don't really drive enough to fucking even listen to it. Yeah, for sure you don't these days. But When I tried to bump it, when I still had speakers, my kids would get all pissed off, so I just quit doing it. Right. Well, I I had a vehicle similar. You have a Dodge Dakota, right? Now, yeah. Yeah, and I had one of those when I was in high school, like my senior year of high school, and I had this awesome custom-made box that went underneath the extended cab back seat. And it like had cup holders built in, and it. I it was, did that on my S10. Right, it was so fucking awesome, um, and I loved it. But when I sold my truck, I was like so sad about it. I was like, God yeah, damn it. before you take it and get that appraised, you should take that shit out. Yeah, for sure. I didn't do it either. <laughs> I just said fuck it. Well, my thought was like, well, I'm not getting another 
like it's a custom made box. So right. they're gonna fit and shit. So I'll just leave it, I guess. Yeah, but I slid right under the sink and the amp was kinda mounted on it behind the seat. Yeah. So cool days. Someday, maybe. Um I've also been watching videos on how to sell beats and trying to get all I mean, I know how, kind of, right? But trying to like get all of the uh, ins and outs before I start doing it, because I also feel like I need to just jump on it with like a bunch of beats at once, right? I got all these beats available. The other shit's like, no, you got to do like a beat a week, and like this stole shit. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. So I don't really know what I'm gonna do, and I feel like I should keep my um, expectations super low because I hear my beats and I'm like, they are fucking dope. And I mean, other people that listen to this podcast, you hear them on the end. I like most of them. And I hear other people's beats that I don't like, and then those people don't like mine. And so I'm just like, well, maybe mine aren't good. I don't fucking know. And they're not really rap. I will like, stick true to... You play some beats for me, but it's kind of hard for me to focus on the beat without the lyrics, I guess. Right. And the lyrics, when the lyrics match up, and then I get it. Right, and there's a lot of people like that. Like, uh, so last week, I'll get into this drama. Me and this uh, Tavon dude, we finally collabed on a beat that I shared, right? And I don't really like it. Um he only used like one of my synths that I'd use on the song, and then he had put it through gross beat, which slows it down or whatever. And I just think it sounds boring. Like as me as a rapper, like not saying he didn't produce it well or whatever, but like me as someone, if I was going through beats and that popped up, I was like, boring. Next. Like I just wouldn't even think about it. Right. And I think the one I originally made is so interesting and unique. Like I just fucking love it. Like I don't know, there's something so weird about it. And but it doesn't necessarily sound like a rap song. And then me and this dude kind of got into it. not really. I mean, I think we were both being polite about it. But I was, I just paced like you know I would never rap on your shit as a rapper. And he was like, well, I don't know how rap would rap on yours. So I took that as a challenge in which I then wrapped my go to thirty two bars that I I just have to go on any beat uh, and then sent it to him. If this is how I would rap to it, and then he was like, okay, I totally get it now. But before that, he didn't understand. Right. Right. So I get that. Right. And there are things like that. But I am a little concerned that my music would. Maybe it is all made for me to rap on. Well, and and other got, people wouldn't know how to I do it. I got this know. other buddy who's trying to, you know, get started in the music business. I'm trying to support him, go to the shows and stuff. Right. But, you know, the the bar I went to, it was so loud in there, I couldn't really hear the lyrics. And he sent me one on Facebook, and I swear it just almost blew my speakers out of my phone when I turned it on. Right. And he was like, oh, did you get that song? And I'm like, yeah, I'm about blew my speakers. I didn't know what to say to you. You know, I can't understand it. Maybe, do I, they, don't, maybe I don't have music talent I know here. your friend... Uh, they're talking about because they i got a friend suggestion because where they recorded their album at i guess they, there's a studio here in town and so they record their album there and i saw a picture of them so i would be curious to hear what their like actual mastered they went to a studio music sounds like so if it sounded that fucking loud i got ripped off you know like, i ain't trying to hate on anybody, well it just but. it's on my facebook and i i don't i don't know how to do the settings or maybe i just don't have a music ear because i can't withdraw the lyrics out of the music right I, th- I think i would like it it's like a rock rap i don't right. know what kind of music that is but yeah and i i definitely feel like i'm like getting alternative rock to rapish stuff what i'm making like one thing i do and again only people that make music show will understand what i'm saying and like a lot of rap music like trap beats there's like a leads or like those noises that are like just the like shit like that right like just a fucking noise you're like what the fuck is that noise they call those leads um, I personally prefer like using a guitar shredding noise on a rap beat in place of that. Like I think that's cool, but a lot of people are like, oh, it's too rockish, right? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't like it. And so I think it's probably because I just enjoyed a lot of alternative rock and emo. Like I actually kind of like emo music. I didn't like bump that shit in my car, but like I would have like Jack's Mannequin CD or so fucking. Maybe if I could get into a setting where they could draw some of the acoustics out, right. maybe I could understand. 
Yeah. Because I can get as far as the one the other guy comes on and starts rapping, as far as Elon Musk, and then I can't understand it. I'm sure it's a good line about Elon Musk. It, it sounds good, but... Yeah. Uh, I really need to get back to writing. I haven't wrote anything since I did my last mixtape, which I know it's like one month ago, I think, to this day or some shit, so it's not like it's been a long-ass time, but I've been like, yeah, I guess I need to try and to write shit. fighters take two fights a year. It's true. Very true. But, I mean, I've put out one mixtape in the last, like, two years, and it wasn't even that many songs. So <clears throat> I just really need to get my handle on these beats making and my beat business going because I do think it would be dope if I just even made $100 a month selling beats, it'd be worth it. Hell, yeah. I'd be like, fuck, yeah. So it's a new goal, new goal in life. I'll let everyone know when I make my first beat sell next year. That's my my projection. It'll be next year. All right, you got anything else this week, man? No, I think I had about that's about it. All right, we'll see what all we keep. I'm sure we rambled a little much there. Um, Curtis, like I said, should be on this next half. If not, uh, this will be the end. Hey, lock your pig up before you come on, Curtis. Yeah, fucking Curtis. All right, later, man. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are back, and we're joined by Curtis. Hola, welcome back, Curtis. What's it been like? A month, two months? Uh-huh. It's hard to keep track, it to be honest. By. I kind of like taking a break. It was cool. Yeah, well, I noticed when I Wyatt on two weeks in a row or like three weeks, two times in three weeks, whatever it was, he was like, oh, it's been, I was just on here. Yeah. And I was like, you realize I do this every week. Like, it's a weird excuse. I don't, I don't understand. Um, but all right, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, but we'll get in a little bit I have and we'll see what fucking happens. Um, the first thing I do need to do is I know I have an email. I meant to read it with Snappy, but... A little behind the scenes, I didn't check the email, and I just forgot all about it. And then after I drove Snappy home yesterday, uh, even though for y'all it was like four minutes ago, I realized, oh, I'm actually kind of really sick. And then I had a fever, and then I was in bed all day trying to heal up so we could do this shit today. So, again, if it all sucks, that's why. All right, so we got an email from Rusty. I don't, I know you've, uh, you're catching up on some old episodes, so you probably have heard that Rusty emails in a lot. Yes, yeah, no, um, I like that. I, I like that, actually. That's cool, so. Me too, me too. It says, first off, the pick of Snappy's foot is hideous. It looks like a Walking Dead promo. Dude, his foot is some terrible, something terrible. I agree. Prayers to you, Snappy, man. That's, yeah. Again, we have a Twitter at podcast underscore Mo, and I posted a picture. I think I'm the only one that's posted that picture. <laughs> I'll find it. because It's like fucking cut. It's like to the bone. It looks like a fake foot. It doesn't look real. It looks like it has a grayish hue to it, like it's dead already. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Um, and he said, he, I mentioned that Obama does things as a private citizen. It isn't taxpayers' dime. But that isn't entirely true because presidents get lifelong benefits, one of which is pension. And that is true. Um, and then he mentions how uh, they also get, like, security service and things like that for the rest of life. Mm-hmm. So, yes, that is true. But I'm saying, like, Obama's not special compared to other presidents is what I was saying. Or ex-presidents. Like, they all get that. And it's nothing. It's not like we're fucking Obama's king or whatever, and he's different than all the rest. Was what I was trying to get at there. Um, oh shit, man! I just pulled that picture up. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Again, everyone, check oh, that man. shit out. I gotta retweet that for sure. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, we talked about this road closure stuff in town. 
And there's a lot of stuff here Rusty gets into. I'll see if I read it all or not because it's really kind of I'm not saying it's not worthy you know mm-hmm. it's just a lot of shit yeah. so it says um, as far as the road closures for the churches roads were made for driving but cars are made for driving in so uh, she could drive around the block um, and it's also if it's a normal occurrence maybe she should have known better and as far as churches not paying taxes their congregation pays taxes and they operate off of donations from taxpayers and they can't operate for a profit to be tax exempt my only problem, and they're really the only reason I'm like tax churches, and I in general actually don't really think that because I'd rather us not tax just people as much, right? If I had to choose. So I don't think ch- always taxing churches is necessarily the best way to go. But my thought's always like when I see the Joel Olsteins or the super rich preacher. And then for you to be like, they're not for profit. And I'm like, wait, they have a mansion. This person has a jet. Like, I, I don't know. Like, at least yeah. with like. And I know I'm just thinking basically of like the movie Sister Act when I think of Catholicism because I don't have much uh, exposure to Catholics in the real world. And I'm like, well, at least there, you know, their priests lived in in their little shitty environment. Like they lived in the church or whatever. When you see these other religions where their leaders are just making so much money and then it'd be like, but it's not for profit. That's why they're tax exempt. That's just where I get like head explodes or whatever. What do you um, what do you think about flat tax? Um. To be honest, like, I won't pretend I know enough about things, but I know right now, like, one loaf of bread is taxed, like, 60 times. Well, here, here's the pitch I'll give to you. And it's, uh, you know, just like the church thing. If it's a small local church, it probably benefits them that they don't pay taxes. Right. But once it gets to the point, just like with corporations, where they can hire attorneys at 500000 and save them $2 million, you know, then it abuses it. So I would say to combat that, you could – I always push the flat tax. I'm a, I'm a big – Flat tax guy. Right. All right. I'll look into flat taxes. We'll see if we can. can 14 and a half percent. I know other businesses and individual. I know other countries sort of do like, I know Russia has something similar to that because Russia has a lot of tax codes that the Republicans in America want or conservatives want. And you look at Russia and you're like, I don't know if that's necessarily. If conservatives want it, I'm going to say no. (laughs) Normally the answer is probably in the middle. Like I'm getting really more frustrated and this is off topic from this email, but lately I'm getting more frustrated because I do like to think of myself as a liberal, but liberals are now socialists. And I don't mean that I'm like that whole horrible, ooh, evil socialist, but just they are all for socialism. And I personally can just look at it and be like, I think there's a lot of flaws, but I think there's flaws in capitalism as well. And what America has isn't pure capitalism. And I think you do have to find a way to meld the two together but like that's not where anyone's at. <laughs> like everyone is at the extremes of both ends of the yeah. socialism and capitalism that I can't relate to most people on political topics these yeah. days. Um but yeah, that's really I was just throwing a dig at churches don't pay tax. And another thing I want to get to on this whole church thing, because he goes into something else. Uh my main argument or the main reason I cared about it was because in the comments someone said, Well, the reason they do that is so the kids can cross the street. And my thought was we didn't need a street closed down twice a week when we had church to cross a street. We just waited till there were no cars. You go to a corner, you look left, right, left again, you cross the street. That was really where I was going at. Because Rusty gets his, oh, are you against parades? No, parades are like once a year, twice a year, not twice a week. That is a different thing to me. Yeah. I don't know. I, I get like most people where I live do not agree with my take on that. But that was my first thought of like, what do you mean kids can't cross the street unless you close down a road? I see people cross the street every day. <laughs> so that was uh, where I felt like all that was at. And then Rusty, the very end, mentions he does enjoy hearing a little bit of back and forth, like the me and Snappy have had a little more argumentative the last couple of weeks. And I think we were trying to be. 
I will say personally, and I would love more feedback from listeners. I don't like it. If I had to be honest, when I go back and listen to it, when me and Snappy are arguing about something where it sounds like, because I think he does get a little pissy or not pissed at stuff, you know, that I say, like, and he's actually kind of mad for a second. I just don't enjoy it. When I listen to it, I don't enjoy it. When it's happening, I don't enjoy it. Now, if other people are like, no, that's way entertaining, I'm sure we'll try. But I, and even when I start thinking on podcasts I listen to, most of the time, those people are pretty friendly. And if they disagree, they at least understand the disagreements, which I feel like sometimes that's not always the case on this podcast, right? Does any of that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I haven't noticed it a lot, but I would I would encourage it to a point, you know, because one thing that I do follow is um, we always bitch about, oh, the left always feeds you left extra garbage, right. like wide load. And then the right is doing the same thing. So a podcast that has both, you know, at least... At right. least you're both putting it out there. So. I understand. Like I do, my general argument is you can't be surrounded in an echo chamber of listening to your own thoughts, oh, or yeah. else you're not going to understand what the world's doing. That's yeah. what happened with liberals and Trump. They're like, "How did he win?" It's like because you didn't listen to anybody for right. eight years. Um, but just honestly, when I listen to it, I'm like, because here's what happens to me when I listen to podcasts that aren't mine. If two people are arguing and I and let's say there is actually a factual answer and I know what it is, whichever one is right, I'm going to like them and not like the other person. Or if it's something that's completely opinion-based, I'm going to value one person's opinion more than the other, and I'm like, in my mind, going to think of the other one negatively. So I feel like they're just not beneficial for people to listen and then like think negative of either person. But maybe it is entertaining. I don't know. If you get in doubt, just speed it up, because people will forget. Just rapid-fire it. Yeah, it's true. Um, (laughs) Another random podcast tip uh, for anyone out there who listens on like a player, a podcast player, a lot of those have options where you can speed up the podcast to like... I listen to every podcast on 1.2 speed. So it's like 20% faster. And it you just li- helps you get through them way, way quicker. You live in a strange world. Yeah. I'm I also listen to multiple <laughs> podcasts today. Yeah. Uh, a newest one that I just started and it just came out is uh, called Broken Record by Malcolm Gladwell. In his first episode, he's just talking to Rick Rubin, who's the guy who produced like uh, Dirt Off My Shoulder, I think. Maybe 99 Problems is what he I believe it's not problems. And he done Eminem's uh, little comeback song. He's the old white guy with the long beard. He done Tom Petty. And I mean, he's like fucking been around forever. Beastie boys. Uh, anyway, the first episodes with him and I'm like, so into it. Cause you know, I enjoy my music shit. Hell yeah. And that's going to probably be my new podcast. Nice recommendation for everybody out there. All right. Back to any topic at hands. Um, have you had anything pop up since the last time you're on here? You just really need to get out. Well, uh, there's the pig story. Yes. I haven't remembered if you'd been on since the picks. No, I haven't. So I'll I'll just, I'll try to run this real quick. Oh yeah. I was born in, in Nevada in Reno and then I lived in Kansas city for a long time. Home of picks. So those are, those are cities, you know? And so I didn't like grow up on the farm, but I've lived out here and I've experienced, you know, you just end up doing some country shit. Right. It's a country ass place. So my wife wants a pig, you know, and I caved. I was like, all right, you know, you can get you a cute little pig or whatever. She brings it home and she loses it. And I'm, so on lunch, on my lunch break from work, I'm trying to chase this pig. And it's the damnedest thing I've ever tried to do. Like, there was no way. I mean, this pig was like eight weeks old. Right. And, <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty athletic or whatever. I can run around a little bit. and But I'm not eight inches tall, you know. Right. <laughs> so it was burning me. And then at some point, I, even if I was running as fast as the pig, I had to slow a step down so that I could bend down and try to grab the pig and right. I'm never owning a pig 
they squeal so loud. So I would grab it. It would actually kind of scare me, and I would not not like grab it right. hard. She's like, oh, I don't want to hurt it. You're right. <laughs> so this thing blows up. I'm trying to tell my neighbors, you know, that this pig's out or whatever. And so this thing blows up on Ada online, the Facebook page, and everybody's out there trying to catch this pig, all my neighbors. And somebody's calling the freaking city of Ada. So they're out there trying to catch it too. And I'm trying to tell people like I'm working on it. I had to get a net, like all this other right. crap. The one flaw that I did make in catching this pig is that I would sit and wait. Like before work, on my lunch break, after work, I'm in a field waiting on a pig. It's the weirdest thing in my life. Right. And so I'm sitting there waiting. And whenever I would surprise the pig, I would try to give it like my all to catch it on the first try eventually what we ended up doing is bringing it into a field. If you ever have to catch a pig out there, bringing it into a field and letting the, you know, running it back and forth for 45 minutes, letting it get tired right. and then taking your best shot at it. So I finally caught Makes the pig sense. with the net. We got it home. It's actually a really good pet. They potty train real easy and she's super cute and the kids love her. And she, we, I got pit bulls that are like fucking 80 pounds and they all just like hang out and play. So I do recommend them as a pet. You can't have them in city limits, and I can see why. Because if they get out, they're a fucking nuisance, and they right. tear shit up. So, and where we live at, it's like I always feel like weird because we're like the poorest people that live there, right? <laughs> and so we have animals, and we don't have like the best fencing, and they get out, and we have kids that let them out, and it's always feeling nuisance. So it pissed me off a lot that this pig was out, but we finally got it. Finally got it to the house, and now Those you poor guys- people let their pig out again. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are are blessed with the the pig story. It was it was pretty funny because well, yeah, the neighbors were out there running around trying to catch it, and I'm like, are you serious? You're not gonna catch that pig, you know? Like, just let me know if you see it. Don't chase it, and I'll come out there and try to get it. I swear, I'm your best chance. Trust me. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would say you're probably more in shape than most of my co-hosts. Oh, man. Um, that, I mean, that is cool. I've heard a lot about pigs being good pets and if they're closer to humans than any other animal, uh, that's which is weird, I think. Like, emotionally, they're very similar to humans. It is weird. Like, they can they cry tears and they they just recognize a lot of human emotions and you'll recognize it in them. And if you, I've heard if you get them as a pet, it'll make you not want to eat pork. So that's why I'm never going to do it because I love bacon. Not true. I don't give a shit. All right. Honestly, and I feel kind of fucked up for this, but the pig stole some pizza and it had like a lot of bacon on it. So, ah, uh, cannibals. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mini pot belly, which I recommend because they don't get too big. So. Right. Yeah, and that that definitely helps. Um. All right. Something me and you both are into are memes. We like memes, and I would say there's at least two on my mind I want to bring up at the moment. Hold on. Yes. I bet I can guess them. Okay. Go for it. Dexter's Laboratory. No, I mean, that's another one. Okay. That's another one. Okay. Let me take another guess. Okay. The net guy. Net guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, one the two, two you okay, mentioned yeah. are the two biggest new ones. Yeah. I was just also, I really enjoyed the bodybuilder looking at the woman. There's like, I posted one earlier this week where it's like the woman was like me eating my food and uh-huh. then the guy's like my dog staring at me or whatever. I don't know. It, it's like some weird short muscled guy. Is this look, the, uh, your personal page? Yeah. Okay. Looking up at a woman who's rather on a big screen or she's just okay. taller than him. I don't okay. understand it. Yeah, I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah, that one's hilarious. I just really, I, I enjoy that one a lot. <laughs> um, I also do enjoy the Dexter Laboratory, the Say It Again. Oh, man. And I've seen they, one that was, uh, it wasn't even like the girl's face. Like they they bring another meme into it. Right. And it's like, oh, man, it's hilarious. I, I know. It. It's a weird thing that you have, like, Meme culture is a thing. Yeah. And you can be in or be out of the meme culture. And people think you're crazy when you say it, but you're like, you rather get it or you don't. What were you going to say before that, though? Were you going to say something about the neck one? Oh, and yeah. And also the neck one. Uh, I, it's just taken over. Just the, take it over. What's, your, what's, your, what's the funniest one you've seen? Can you think of it? 
Uh, I, li- I like the neck, neck, the Nickelodeon. <laughs> see, the only reason I don't like the Nickelodeon one is I've seen three different people post it, and uh, two of those three say I made this, and I'm like, well, uh, mm. I would call bullshit on that, right? So that's always a thought I have, and but the first wing I saw was like the top twenty Twitter roast of the picture, mm-hmm. and it collected like all the top twenty, and everyone was so good, yeah, that I was like, yeah. oh my god, that's yeah, so that's funny. when I seen it too. Yeah. And it wasn't like memes; it yeah. was like just comments right. about the picture, and you're yeah. like, oh my god, these people are so funny. And I can appreciate that because I go into some comments thinking that they're gonna be fire, and it's just a bunch of people tagging each other, and like, yeah, it pisses me. I agree. Um. I've been trying to get like way more into Reddit because Reddit will actually have the best fire memes, you know, and I've been probably on there for like a year I probably need more. to move to Reddit because I got freaking zucked, man. Like my account got deleted and like oh, yeah. all this other crap and I just, I'm getting tired of Facebook. Dude, I think Reddit's really like I got cool. hacked or there's like a fake profile. I don't know. It's just stupid. I think Reddit's way cool because you just choose like what's the type of shit you're into. You have to figure out which subreddit you want to subscribe to. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I subscribe to the Making Hip Hop. So yeah. I'm on there like every day reading people like hey here's a tip for what i do on kicks or here's a tip for what yeah. i do on it and i'm like okay okay like i'm like trying to be really into that um oh there's just ever like dead cells is a game i still play on my ps4 and i follow that subreddit and so when someone's like oh i beat the final boss in record time I'm like oh i'm watching this video yeah and like it's just it's way better i don't know reddit is better than all their social media if the only thing is you don't have a a page you don't have a you mm. right like yeah there's no like let me go look at i mean you can look at someone's profile but right. it's not like right what you we're used follow to follow them right and so we could make an a podcast with mo subreddit i just don't think we have enough followers of the podcast yeah. that would actually care but maybe but the reddit would catch on maybe so maybe it'd be vice versa you know all y'all fans out there yeah um all right i'm gonna touch on a couple political things nothing too heavy but have you noticed that all the coverage of the caravan that's coming to evade America stopped as soon as the midterm elections were over? Um, I, I never, I didn't follow that one. Oh, I don't know how you would. Well, you were Zuckerberg. You couldn't get on Facebook. That was it. So that I've been limited that. And, uh, I just, yeah, I just, that's not one of the things that I've followed. I've tried to, there's been so much local stuff going on. I've been wrapped up in that a lot. Right. Well, for like the two or three weeks before the midterm elections, there was a lot of talk of there's this, you know, migrant caravan uh, from Central America coming up through Mexico, Mexicans and Muslims and everyone else are jumping on board. They're all going to come invade America. So you got to vote Republican. And then as soon as the elections happen, they just haven't talked about it. And they haven't talked about it because they're still like two months away. But that's like the reason they brought it up in the first place was for that. And I was just like, ah, oh, just so funny to me. Now, I know a lot of people don't know or care or notice or whatever, but just the games that all the news networks play right with people i yeah, just find no, it very fascinating um, yeah and because it's like you would think a revolution of youtube and stuff would give the personal reporter power and would open truth you know but it's kind of like y'all been saying the fake news is it true is it not true do you believe it you know right. even if it's from a source that you don't listen to you just you wrote them off because they have all the time and energy to do that and you're trying to get something after working 40 hours a week you know so you don't have time to research everything so it's a problem i agree right well it's kind of like alex jones right we're talking about an independent youtuber in a way and i know he's like everyone hates him now and shit but back in the day i really liked alex jones in a way because he was right on bohemian grove look it up if you don't know what it is and then um 9-11 i really I, I just i know i'm a crazy person but that's just one of those conspiracy theories i believe and then it's like he had to go crazier and crazier and crazier to get views to where he became a caricature of even himself. And then he's just so ridiculous that even me, someone who used to be like 
Well, let's take it for a grain of salt, but he's in, he's entertaining. And now I'm like, I can't watch this motherfucker. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. So it's a, I think it's because I'm not the, and I'm sure you're not either. We're like not the normal uh, target audience, I guess, for this shit. Like kids are, like, because kids can just watch it all day. Like if you're under 18 years old, you have like all the free time in the world to just click fucking videos all day. And that's really, I think the crazier you are, the more likely kids will watch you. And maybe that's all bullshit. I don't know. No, I'm sure that there, that yeah, there, there is the target market, or even people that are on Facebook all day, twenty four seven, and or like people on disability, or people yeah. that are like you know, shredded at home all day, right? right. Like unemployed people. So yeah. if they're on YouTube, like you know why you're unemployed? Because the immigrants. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's that's fucking right. That's yeah. why I'm sitting at home. Yeah, so, in the, in these four walls all day. That sounds yeah yeah makes sense. Uh, yeah, when you go outside, it's a lot different. You know, I mean, I, my neighbors treat me fine, and I treat them fine for the most part. But there's always been crazy people in the world. I mean, it's not like you have to worry about getting conquered by the Romans or something. I mean, it's right. always been fucked up. So yeah, don't, don't be afraid. You Our know? world is definitely different. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's changed probably a lot in the last. I'd say like the last hundred years has probably been about the same or whatever. Besides the whole technology boom, uh, but yeah, like, I don't know any of my neighbors um, at all. Which is weird because I do live in like in town in the neighborhood and I probably should, but I just don't. Um, I'll wave at people, I guess, here and there. I know Brahms. That's one of my neighbors. Well, I mean, are are you scared of of a Muslim person if you see him in the street? Well, no. But, but there I'm, are people that are be, right. just because of that fact. So, okay. or not not even that they're scared. Well, they see, have they're you know what I mean. I realize I am. Uh, it's one of those moments of see. I'll explain this. All right, like you like sometimes some certain type of white person will say something and you're like, but I'm not racist just because I said that. And I'm like, yeah, you are, you know, you don't know. But there is a moment like I'm cool with like Middle Eastern people because I don't want to say Muslim. I feel like that's a religion. I don't know. I don't know all the rules. But I always call like an Arab store, right? like a convenience store ran by Middle Eastern people. I call an Arab store or I have in the past, right? Like, oh, I love the people at the Arab store. And people are like, that's racist. You can't say that. And I'm like, what? Arab store is racist? I just didn't know that. But in every town, like I lived in Medill for a while. And when I lived in Ada back in the day before I moved to Medill, there was a, what I would call quote unquote, a rap store on the corner of Maine and Mississippi. And those are my people. And I, so I, I've always just gotten along with the Muslim people at the convenience stores. But I guess a rap stores, like you're not supposed to say that. I well, don't know. And, uh, but, you know, I think it's dangerous to generalize that stuff and just say that's racist. Right. You know, I mean, if, if somebody tells me something like, oh, well, you know, I don't like that you say that because this is what I've experienced and I don't say it anymore, you're not racist. You said something racist. You might not even have known that it was racist. Right. And I, I've always kind of wondered about that, too, because you have that where, like, I, I know some people try to go out of their way to try to, like, help or prove a point right. that I don't think that they have to do all that. Does that make sense? Right. As far as color Friends, We have a friend goes. named J-Mac, and he's a black dude, and he used to tell me all the time, dude, you can call me the N-word. And he would say it, and I'm like, okay. He's like, we'll do it. And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, right, and it was just like, to him, it would have been cool as me as a white person would have said it for whatever reason. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's fine. I appreciate the offer. Yeah. But that's just not who I am. And I think as long as, and I think you can tell when you know someone but, but you guys have a connection that racism can't divide right it's those connections that racism can divide that yeah i mean and if i had to generalize like every black person i ever met likes me if that's a generalization now not really it's like 75 percent. i get along with the culture but i yeah. grew up loving rap music and, and living color and there's just certain shit i 
I don't know. But I, no, honestly, I, I know what you mean because uh, I, I've changed a lot from when I was younger to older and I dress differently and I'm approached differently, right. you know, and sometimes it, it is different now when I interact with people See, um, I've always, based on how I dress and stuff. I guess since <laughs> I've been to college, because in high school I dress a little crazier, but since I've been in college and afterwards, I dress very, very plain. I'm like solid color shirt, solid color pillow, whatever it is. Yeah. Like I do not look flashy. That is not my goal. Yeah. I don't want any attention from anybody for anything. Um, and so I do throw a lot of people off. Like when I used to rap or whatever, people right, in like right. freestyle, they'd be like, what the fuck? And I'm like, right. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm look like a normal guy. Uh, all right. My other random political thing, which isn't a big deal is Chris Wallace is the only guy on Fox news that like I respect or mm-hmm. whatever. And he had a pretty good interview with Donald Trump this morning. So people should go check that out. Um, something that my wife loves and I do not love. So I'm going to bring it up and see, uh, anyone's thoughts out there. And I'm sure you have no idea I'm talking about curse, but you can pretend I like cooking shows in general, like food network. I watch them chopped all that random shit. Um, you know, hell's kitchen, anything like that. I don't want to see chopped. I don't want to see Halloween wars. I don't want to see, uh, American kid ninja. <laughs> you don't watch any of it? No, my wife watches it all the time. I've oh. watched, I've watched a bunch of it, but See, I, I'm a pretty big fan of some Food Network stuff, but my wife likes the Great British Baking Show. Okay. And I think they have on Netflix, if I know correctly. Um, it is the most boring, like, fucking cooking <laughs> show ever. And I complain about it, and she's like, well, it's great. And she's not alone. Like, I yeah. listen to podcasts where people are like, it's the best cooking show. Yeah. It is so fucking boring. There's, It's like... Today we're gonna cook these things, and they give them like a practice round yeah. to just just fuck around, guys. Have fun, <laughs> and then at the end they're like they all try their best. They're like, oh, they're all good, but yours is the worst. Like it's too plot. It's it's just not fun. I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know how you watch this shit. And I hate on her all the time for it. Yeah, that's funny. I, I would hate too because I don't like cooking cooking shows. See, I like them if I feel like I can learn something because I I do I cook every meal in my house uh, proudly. You know, I like to throw that out um, to my wife's friends or anyone or to make me look like a great husband because i don't have a lot of things going for me but one thing i do got cook every meal i'll clean up every meal that's what i do <clears throat> see that's honestly my key is if my wife does as well she'll clean up the meals that means i don't have to worry about the mess I see make. My, my wife's the one that's watching the shows cooking all this shit so <laughs> yeah, makes total hey, sense 2018 man it, us men were struggling we're doing dishes but hey she cooks it up so dude when i was in high school i used to tell my home ec teacher because i was a officer in fccla in high school because i love me some cooking and sewing I was like, this class is dope. Wow, God, compared to all the other classes, this is way cool. Yeah. And uh, I used to all the time, like, man, my dream is just to be a house husband. So I guess that's my goal. Um, of I'm course, couldn't afford towards it. towards that. Could not afford it. <laughs> no. Um, unless my wife comes up with a cool job. Yeah. Uh, but I think I could do it. Oh, yeah. Besides it's... the whole cleaning part. Really bad at that. Uh, all right. A story I saw this week, and I did want to bring up, and I think you might know of it maybe, is... Apparently, Jaden Smith and Tyler, the creator, may be a couple. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So, Tyler, the creator, let me go back to another step. Frank Ocean is one of my all-time favorite artists for anything. I fucking love Frank Ocean. I mentioned it way too many times this podcast, I'm sure. But he's great. And he's a gay dude. And he's known Tyler, the creator, from way back in the day. And I remember there used to be, like, rumors on the internet that Tyler, the creator, and Frank Ocean used to be a couple. Right? Mm -hmm. And... Never thought much of it, but then Tyler, the creator, came out on his newest album and called himself a faggot. I believe that was the word he used. That's the only reason I say it. Lady did. And then people were like, wait, is he? Right? Like, that was a thought. And yeah. then in this last week, Jaden Smith came out on a concert 
and on state where Tyler Critter was in the stands and he said, fuck it, I'm going to let all y'all know me and Tyler have been dating for a year now mm-hmm. and it's out in the open. Mm-hmm. So Jane Smith just throws it out there. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Tyler, the creator, when asked about it, would, or on Twitter, just goes, you, you're crazy. Yeah. And say right. it wasn't true. Right. So that's where it's all at at the moment, right? Yeah. And so no one really knows if it's just like a publicity stunt, like trying to get attention, or if it is true. Um, I don't guess I don't care one way or the other. Right. But I am, I've always been fascinated how, so I'm, I have a lot of weird thoughts that are hard to put in words. So like, you know how like white women in the civil rights movement understood black people's struggles because they were women right mm-hmm. and they also had struggles so they're yeah. like we wanted the right to vote now yeah. y'all want the right. and they could connect but like the black community and the homosexual community that has not been the thing like black people are not the most accepting of homosexuals right i think right. they're statistically like on studies like more homophobic than other races or something yeah so i've always found that strange because you would think they would see this group of people being discriminated against and be like oh you know we'll help you out so i'm just fascinated to see what homosexuality in hip-hop in a mainstream way would do I guess. I think it's already leapfrogged a ton from, you know, when, when it, when it started. Oh, for sure. It definitely has. Um, and yeah, like, I, I think, would say that they're in great shape if that's what they want to do. Right. I mean, I think I haven't seen anyone say anything bad about it. Like all, everything I've seen has been like, oh my God, I hope this is true. It hasn't been like, don't say, you know, say it isn't so. I haven't heard any of that. Um I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there are people out there making the gay, you know, gay jokes or whatever, and they're just maybe not in my circle, so I don't hear it. I uh, I was watching Jingle All the Way. Oh, great movie. Yeah, and uh, Booster, oh. the uh, sidekick to Turbo Man. Oh, okay. Well, they, like, kick him off the stage, and there's, like, 11, 12, 13-year-old kids kicking the shit out of him, jumping <laughs> him. Nobody likes you, Booster. Dropping f bombs, faggot. The word faggot. Right. And and uh, I was watching Weird Science, another old movie, and it's a teenager, you know, movie or atmosphere, and they're you know slandering gay people in that movie, and I don't hear anything like that now, you know, in in right. necessarily in hip hop or TV or whatever. Not that I don't hear it, but I think it's is very inclusive if that's who you are right. and that's what you want I agree. to do i was listening to a podcast for jonah hill who's one of my favorite you know people on the earth uh i think it was on bill simmons podcast and he was talking about how you know when they made super bad you know half of those jokes they couldn't do today right and that's why he doesn't really do comedies anymore he's yeah. like it's not because i want to be a serious actor just that it's like it's also because a lot of the things i was funny for would be offensive today like the jokes we made in super bad you know, like we were trying to get girls drunk to have sex with them. And that was funny, you know, but you can't do that movie today. And I'm like, oh, that's so good. He mentioned super bad or I'm sorry, uh, 40 year old virgin. He's like, you know, Seth Rogen is one of the nicest, most liberal pro gay men you'll ever meet. And so was Paul Rudd. But there was a whole scene in the 40 year old virgin where they're like, you know how I know you're gay. You want to know how I know you're gay. And I'm like, oh, fuck, there is. And he's like, like being gay is a bad thing. He's like, yeah. but they're totally like pro gay people yeah <laughs> i was like oh man that is so cr-. so like comedy i do think they're i have a fear it will somewhat die right like pete holmes will be the only one left because he does clean comedy and i love pete holmes but i don't know i just feel like you got to be edgy and fucking out there and all for all that shit to work yeah it's weird that it's that it's really a thing historically when you look in history and see that how many people basically were gay <laughs> right you know for the longest time ever well, i know it came out that um Oh my god! How can I think of his name? The like most famous black stand-up comedian of all time, Richard Pryor. Where it came out that him and Marlon Brando had sex together, and then like Richard Pryor's kids, some of them came out being like, 
how dare you write that in a book? That wasn't true. Like offended. And then his Richard Pryor had like four wives and his first and fourth but wife. But then they'd the, be gay and bi, right? Like he's not. Right. Cause I, he think, had kids. I think gay is the more thing like being a couple, you know, like right. not messing with women. Right. I guess it would be bi. Together. I think bi would probably I be more accurate. Right. And, you know, his first wife was like, oh yeah, that was a thing. He, that was a need he had and he would go out and do it. And like she is open, but then his kids are offended at people claiming their dad would do that, right? Where I'm like, I don't think that should matter, but I know to some people it does, you know, you can't change it. Yeah. All right, man. You want to talk about the thunder? Yeah. Um, man, I'm just so glad that they're doing so good. Like, uh, I'm, you know, we had lost four in a row and then Nerland's Noel goes for like 25 when Stephen Adam goes down and then it's like a string where Schroeder goes for 20 Abrinas goes for 20 I know you said you were hard out on Abrinas um, but you shouldn't be the only reason is because we're so deep right well I was super out on him and then he went off before I was when I before I said that he was horrible yeah so now I have to stay out on him as some sort of superstitious thing right yeah Uh, that's where I'm at um I do think it's fun to go back and listen to the podcast and hear me be like, oh, I'm worried because we're 0-4 and then yeah. now they're like second in the West at well, this no, time you, of recording. Yeah, you should be. I mean, it, it was a worried time. You right, know, so. but it's, I mean, it's fun. I think it's fun to look at. I mean, Russell's, Westbrook's been out during this whole last few stretches of games. They've been playing pretty good. I'm, I'm honestly curious what happens when he comes back because everyone else Dude. thinks it's going to be all great, but he is. It's going to be great. But yeah. he's different. He's a different type of player than anyone else. Like he doesn't fit in perfectly with uh, any system, I don't think. So, I think it'll be a little bit of an adjustment, but then again, him and Schroeder are, are close enough approximation. Yeah. I guess that it, it might be easier than it would have been in the past. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, the team's just fun. They're fucking long as shit and they swat everything. Like the game last night, I don't know if you watched it or not. Like, yeah. I'll, I've, I wish they had a number of just how many times their hand hit, tipped oh, a yeah. pass. They or do. Whatever. Yeah. Like, they do track uh, deflections and they are up in the one, two, Right. Top five it's deflections. so yeah. much. It's just like, damn. And then just seeing Steven Adams go to work on DeAndre Ayton, you know, the rookie. It's that just was nice. so fun. Yeah. It's so fun to watch that shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've really, the Thunder is like the only joy in my life lately. Yeah, they're they're killing it and they're they're having fun and they have really good chemistry in the defense. And the, the conference, the Western Conference, isn't what everybody thought it was going to be. You know, I remember on the podcast, it was, oh, the West is so deep. Should we go 1 through 16? You know, and we've had some players move to the East. And, you know, the Warriors are fucking drama-filled, falling apart. And the Rockets are falling apart. You know, the weird-ass shit with Carmelo. Right. And Thunder has just been racking off these wins. And they're ready to go, man. And I love it. I do. I do, too. Now, I will say, I still think the West is deep. It's the deepest the West has ever been probably in the history of the NBA. So I think that's still accurate. But the margin between the West and the East is not as much as it was last year, or that I thought it was going to be this year. <laughs> yeah, two years ago, the East was real bad, I mean, too. you got um, Kawhi Leonard in the East. You know, everybody thought LeBron leaving would even make it worse, but Jimmy Butler's gone back to the East. Uh, Toronto, Boston, they're all really good teams. Right, it's true. I mean, I think the main thing is the Rockets, which I did say I did thought I said they're gonna be fourth because I was like they can't fall that bad. I love it. I know I do as well. I believe they've already cut Carmelo. I feel Last so I bad read, they were Carmelo. going to cut Carmelo, but I thought I read something this morning that they actually did cut Carmelo. I don't. I don't know. I think they did actually. Hey, now, come back to the Thunder, it. bro. Hey, I, I listen. Carmelo was not as ass as the media makes him out to be last year, but you couldn't pay the man $120 right. million. That's the thing. Dollars. And that's the thing I think everyone on both sides gets confused about. It's like, it's 
for his contract, is he worth it? Not, no, is not he even good? close. Right. So if you sign him on a minimum, sure. Yes, take why him, not? Please. Yeah. But I don't know if he does that. I think he tries to go back to the Knicks. Um, he needs to go to the East, the please, brother. Yeah. Um, tries to retire somewhere there. I mean, he also has a lot of personal issues that people don't think about. Like, he got caught right before he got traded to the Thunder. He got caught fucking a bunch of strippers. And his wife or ex-wife, mm-hmm. I think they're just separate. I don't know their whole deal, is Lala, right? Mm-hmm. And Lala, when we were kids, was the host of TRL on MTV or one of them. And I remember Lala being very attractive. So when Carmelo Anthony got hooked up with her, you were like, oh, good job, Carmelo. But this yeah. whole time, he's been fucking strippers in New York. And then she found out, and then she's like, fuck you, peace. And then he got traded to the Thunder, and then he went to Houston. And this whole time, I think he probably just wants to be in New York with his family, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Right. So I think there's probably some of that that goes into play to a shitty play. Yeah. But I also think about the fact that I remember seven years in being like, Carmelo's better than LeBron. Right? Like when they were both at year seven, yeah. it was just like, Carmelo's so much better. Yeah. And then to look at it now and to be like, he's no. kind of washed and LeBron might be the best he's ever been because he just stays in such good shape. And that's yeah. really the difference, I guess. I don't, yeah. there could be more, but yeah. Um, it's very interesting. It's just age. I mean, LeBron aged better. His body type is better. You know, yeah, Carmelo that, when he could jump hair. high and stuff. So Carmelo no, he does have better hair, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, random thing, but uh, if anyone out there are overweight, this could be beneficial to you. If you have a layer of fat over two foot thick, you could stop a nine millimeter bullet with just your fat. Dude, that's good to know. So you know gains <laughs> hey i wanted to talk about quitting smoking yeah man because i quit in may i quit in I, august and i and i'd smoked for probably 15 years i think so i smoked 11 yeah and i think that you've had a a different experience from what i've had when i quit see here's the thing is like when i was smoking i knew it was bad and people, people some people yeah, yeah. would tell me it was bad and stuff you know but i knew that i wasn't gonna quit i was like i'm not quitting right now because i don't fucking want to yeah, like yeah. so I mean, you're the same on that and uh but one day you know i did decide to do that and i haven't looked back and uh and i don't have cravings like ever or often i never even think about it i never buy them and they're so expensive and uh and i know that you said that you think about having a cigarette now i don't know what's different between you and me because some people have been critical of me because when i'm around people that smoke i will smoke or if i've been drinking a lot i will smoke or like we went out of town and we're staying with somebody that smoked and I smoked for like five, three or four days straight. Right. But to me, I don't give a fuck about that because I've quit. I mean, three or four in f- six months, opposed to 20 a day. Right. Like, I don't really give a fuck about, I quit smoking basically in my opinion is what I'm saying. So I didn't know if you're critical on yourself about just smoking one or, or anything like that. Well, I've had no cigarette since August 17th at all. Um, I have been at bars and places where people have cigarettes. I've been offered one once, um, and it was a Marlboro lot, and I didn't want it. Um, if anyone ever offered me a Marlboro Smooth, which is what I smoked, I would probably have one. I told my wife that as well, that, you know, because just having one is just one. Good thing a whole lot of people don't smoke those. Right. <laughs> and um, I think there's a few things. I think I, I have a very self-deprecating nature. I think that's something that if you listen to this podcast, you should understand, but some people don't get it when they, even when they know me. And there's something about that and my self doubt I have on everything that I'm gonna even self doubt my ability to quit smoking cigarettes. So I'm gonna play into that a little bit. But I also do like right now, like this week, I got in my car at work and I reached to my passenger seat to grab a cigarette. 
And I was like, God damn, I don't even fucking smoke. I haven't smoked in months. Yeah. But it just, it, I think about it quite often. Um, I think it's because I quit because of Shantix as well and not cold turkey. I think that probably played a little bit of a part of it. Um, I've also heard, depending on the time of the month you quit or have your last cigarette, plays a part into it. Like the farmer's almanac. Like this one lady, uh, my wife knows, it told me about how her mother and father quit uh, at different times. And her mother for 15 years wants a cigarette every day and her father's never thought about it. That's and then crazy, it was because yeah. he went off the farmer's almanac dates uh, to quit or something. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. So there could be a lot to play into it. Um, I'm a little bit nervous to have a cigarette because I haven't had one to be like, it would be really easy to be like, well, fuck, I'll just go get more cigarettes or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like more like a dick because Powell quit smoking cigarettes the first time like eight years ago. right? Mm-hmm. And then I just every time I was around would have cigarettes. So you'd have one and then he would start smoking again and then he would quit and then he would start and he would quit and he would start and i feel like now that he moved away he probably just doesn't smoke yeah chances are because he's huh. not around me right um but i don't smoke either now so i guess i wouldn't be as much of a problem uh but yeah cigarettes are are a weird thing yeah so did we're kind of hear- we're kind of different on that because i just i don't really think about it and i just my main thing is don't buy them if i don't buy them i'm fine because i don't i don't go nowhere i don't do anything i don't hang out with nobody so if I do hang out with somebody one time and I have one, I don't think it's a big deal. Right. And I'm, I would understand. I think I could go off the don't bomb motto as well. I just don't even see people that smoke. Like none of my friends smoke um, snappy dips. And I'll, I'll have a dip like once a year. My wife gets pissed when I do that. But it, I've done it. That's what I got started on was dipping. So I'd crave that shit still too. Where I'm like, oh, I just want my lip ripped open. And yeah. Just all that pain. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm craving today. <laughs> Maybe some wintergreen flavoring in there. That'll really <laughs> balance it out. <laughs> it's the way, for whatever reason, the way it, it works. Um, so this is the 20th episode, and we can wrap this shit up and let you have more. Um, I want to try to put a little more work into the podcast in the future. Um, so we need to come up, and definitely I would need help from all co-hosts and, and listeners as well if you have ideas. I feel like we need more segmenty shit, right? Or like... When something could be a segment, I can go in afterwards and throw up like a music cue, right? Like sports ball talk. Mm. And it'll be like, you know, they'll say that shit with some fucking ghetto ass 80s music or something. And then that could be when we talk about sports. We're like good fucking headlines because all the time I just write down headlines or screenshot them because I'm like that headline's funny. Yeah. I'm going to read the story. Yeah. That could be a fun subject. Um, Or anything with snap, even though snap attack I think would be good because he's Sometimes he comes in, you know, he really is mad about something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not real mad, but he's aggressive. <laughs> aggressive about it. Which I think his problem these days is he needs to get back to his judo. He's, yeah. been, he's gone too long without his judo. Yeah. He needs it to center him. Man, I imagine being down with a foot like that, I wouldn't be able to handle it mentally. Oh, yeah. You know, as much as it is physical, you can't do nothing. You feel incapacitated. I can only imagine. So, Dude, it's been 24 hours of me being sick. And I was like, yeah. oh, my God, what yeah. the fuck? And so I finally just this morning came in here and mixed down the first part of the podcast. Cause I just needed to do something productive because I just could not watch TV laying there feeling like shit any longer or whatever. So, yeah, I feel you uh, on that whole idea. But, all right, man, you got anything else you need to bring up? Um, I did want to talk about the uh, elections, the Oklahoma stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, what was the – do you know what the – because nobody that I know likes Mary Fallon. Correct. And I don't think I really know anybody that voted for Stitt. 
I know people who voted for the independent just because they didn't want to vote for Stitt, but also couldn't dare vote for a Democrat slash a, a lot of things that happened from what I've heard from people that were for Edmondson for a minute were like, yeah, but he's a career politician. And I kept going like, as someone who like, I liked libertarians, you know, I voted libertarian the last presidential election. Um, I, I really do vibe with a lot of the thoughts, but being a career politician isn't always a bad thing. It can be or whatever, but just because you've done something your whole life doesn't mean that's bad. Like you wouldn't go to a doctor and be like, look at my car. You would go to a mechanic but for whatever reason in politics. We're like, well, if they've done it their whole life, they can't be good at it. And so that, that hurt Drew Edmondson a lot. What was the, can, I can't find the numbers, what the numbers were. Uh, it was like 56, 57% stit or something. I wonder. Like 2% the independent and then. I wonder if that's good for Oklahoma as far as um, the Democrat vote. Yeah, I mean, it's getting there. Honestly, it all kind of comes down to Winston Churchill. Uh, quote back in there where he said, and I think this is him. I could, hopefully I'm not looking like a douchebag quoting the wrong person but something like like, if you're young and not a liberal you don't have a heart and if you're old and not a conservative you don't have a brain and it's true so like when you're young you're almost always going to be liberal because you have like this apathy and you're like yeah we should do great stuff for people and when you get old you're like well fuck them i just want to be happy and secure and that's what i worry about right and like so it's like where is that line in which you cross over and then who votes more on that side and as people get older and older like they live longer there's just more old fuckers to vote and they're just out voting or out showing up to the polls than the younger people who think differently. Yeah, that's it's interesting to me on two levels because, you know, you said that you're not registered RRD, which I'm not as well. Right. And I'm actually resentful about that because I cannot make my point proven in the primaries, right? In the you early could, stuff. You could. So that's the I think they're changing more laws again, but in the presidential election, as an independent, I could vote in the Republican Specifically primary. local. Right. I could do the Republican, but not the Democrat. But then this last time, I could do the Democrat, but not the Republican. So, like, they're always changing their rules up. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, well, you would it, like to just cast a vote so you know what's up. Well, yeah, and, and you know, here's the, you know, if I'm a Republican and they're not – in Oklahoma, if you're a Republican – and you vote Democrat, I think that sends a bigger message than being registered a Democrat. Right. Um, but I don't know if that's true. And then um, also what I was going to say was interesting about the, uh, about the percentage number or the, or the being registered, what was I going to say being registered independent? Well, also on the voting, I noticed, or I was reading something where it was like, I want to say it was like 30% of people did the straight party vote you know at the very top of the yeah you can just put republican democrat whatever yeah and i'm like that's crazy like i honestly and i know i said this i think it was last week or whatever it was like i hope they i wish they would take off party names off of the ballots yeah like, if you had to actually know the person's name you're voting for not what party they're in you wouldn't fucking know half of the people that go in there have no clue what they're voting on man. yeah it, uh, it just I, I remembered what that thing was um and that's i've always kind of felt uh that I see a lot of young people talking about politics on the internet. And I know that we all bitch about, you know, my friend is oh liberal and they're just always liberal. But I think regardless that it's good that people talk about it, especially young people. And I think it's good that pe- young people are out there voting, like you said, because right. there's so many old people that are that they know the game, right? Coming out 
I didn't even vote till I was like 23. Right. So I could have been pushing my agenda, you know, five or six years ago, but now I'm just playing catch up. And so, yeah, I was just, I was wondering about that because I think it's interesting because it seems like more people talk about politics when I'm on Facebook and stuff. But then you go to the poll, like I've never seen anybody say, oh, vote, stit, like any of my friends, you know, or I love Mary Fallon. I've never really seen that from any of my friends. But then I go out and it's like my whole fucking county voted for Stitt. And I'm like, what the fuck? You yeah, know, it's just kind of weird. I agree. I mean, I was going to say, even with my conservative friends, I didn't see anyone on Facebook promoting Stitt. Um, they were all like all against it. And I'm right? not saying Facebook is the end all be all, but I'm saying a lot of people put their political stuff out there that they don't talk to me about in person. And I want to talk about Oklahoma education, too, because um, there was an interesting one that was 777 a couple years ago, I believe, if I'm getting this right. That was a hike on taxes for education. That was voted no. And um, there was this recent one that took, I believe, property tax, and instead of it being specifically for buildings, it was it could be distributed for everything. And one of the angles I heard was, oh well, you know, how are we going to trust that they are going to spend it right? But my angle has always been fifty, more than fifty percent of our budget is for education. There's two point eight billion dollars there. And voters have said that they're not going to give you any more money. So if you're going to take the money that you already have, because I feel like $2.8 billion is enough to run the education system for Oklahoma, then if they want to divvy up funds differently so that they can pay teachers better and make the education better, then we should have went for that. And we didn't. And I feel like it's a missed opportunity well, for anybody that out there the that one listens that cares. The most recent uh, poll, because I mean, my wife works at school and so do I, so I, I kind of care about it. It was like acting like it was going to right like takes it was just taking money from one place and putting it somewhere else so that's what i was like this is all just y'all acting like you're doing something that was my thought my guess on it well um i think it well i just think it's important because 777 was no and that's not talked about a lot and it's because voters don't trust what's going on with the tax money everybody's for education everybody would love to give more money to education but oklahoma hasn't had the best education system so, but if you look at how much they pay, you're like, it should be enough. But if you look at pay rate and what they spend per student compared to other states, it's not in comparative. Like, you just say a number of $2.8 billion, and that's a huge fucking number. And you're like, well, that has to be enough. But other states spend more for theirs to work. So I don't think you can just say but like... It, but you're not even mediocre. You've been terrible for a long time. So the voters have shown that they're not, they don't trust you with more. They're not going to give you more. And that's why the strikes happened and all that other stuff happened. And here was another opportunity to say, okay, we'll take what money we are giving you and we'll give you more freedom to use it. And we said no again. So I was kind of disappointed well, in that. Right. I mean, I was at Walmart a few months ago, whenever school started, and I heard people talk in line talking about how they were so glad the teachers didn't get their pay raise. And they actually did. Like, the thing was signed, right, when the whole strike happened. So, like, people just aren't informed in general. But, like, these people are like, well, those teachers shouldn't be asking us to get all this paper stuff. They know we don't care. We didn't give them raises. And I was like, holy shit, you have kids in school and that's your thought process? Like, you're going to have shitty kids. I would say that that's a minority because... Nobody that I know when it comes to kids' educations is See, saying think, that we should take away from them. I think this is the exact same thing as a stit scenario because I thought so as well. But one day I went to KOK where Ding's at, right? Went inside. I heard her talking to two other people that were all – they couldn't believe the teachers were going to go on strike. This is bullshit. What, how are they going to shut down school? So there are people who think that. Like I, I know we don't see them. But there are people who view teachers as entitled for all for them wanting better pay. I I did think that the strike was um, I I wasn't a fan of it. 
And I, but that's different from what I just said about I am for education. But right. I, I, I wasn't fond of the strike. But you know they got to do what they want. They got to do because the voters had told them that they're not going to give them any more money. Right. Through, I was through votes all for it. But I'm also for like the NFL should strike for guaranteed contracts. Like you got to do what you got to do to make your point heard. And I think what I've noticed is a lot of people view the schools as a daycare center. And they think it's just there to watch their kid until three o'clock or whatever. And it's like, that's not really, I mean, if that's what you want, then I guess that's what we're doing here, paying people like we are and shit. But like, it's, it's just crazy that people, that's all they care about. Well, I need someone to watch my kid till I get off work. That seems to be the thought process. Well, it's always important to note too, that I don't think that Oklahoma's had one of the best education systems in a long time. Well, so I, I can't. I don't think that you can just brush that under the rug. I think there has to be some accountability. If they want more money, then they they have to sh- show that it's going to be spent right because it's more than fifty percent of our budget at the moment. See, I just think I think it's from not, your, I don't think it's a problem. You just throw more saying, money at, and then it's going to fix it because it's already so much. See, I just disagree from the get of what you're saying. You're acting like back in the day it was this and this. And they didn't do good. But back in the day, they was funded better. We did do better. OU, Oklahoma University, had more, uh, what are they fucking called, national merit scholars than any country or any university in the country. And that was like 20 years ago. So 20 years ago, the state of Oklahoma put out more kids that went to OU that were that. So there was a time o- Oklahoma was better. But we have continued to cut funds for the last 20 years. It's not like their budget stayed the same the last 20 years. It's like cut a little more, cut a little more, cut a little more. So I just don't think it's quite the way you pitch it. But as someone that works in a school, I see money wasted all the time. Oh, yeah. So I understand government shit and state shit, anything you ever see like that, you're well, going to see where people waste money. And I would, I, you know, I, I actually agree with what you're saying about the funding. I just I just keep bringing up the fact that the voters already said that they're not going to do that. Right. Well, and I'm, so you have to you have to play off of that. You have to swing them. I mean, you just right. Have to. Well, I mean, Oklahoma, the way it works, uh, the way I really see it is they're going to not fund education so that we have uneducated voters who will keep voting for the people who aren't going to fund education. I don't know. If and you it's like a fucking circle over and over again forever. <laughs> yeah. So and I don't but think yeah, there's a whole all we can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I mean, I agree. That, but there is a. There is a lot of waste too. And so. but I, here's oh, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I, that I think is also can go. I would think that you would agree with that. Or sometimes I believe this, and I think it's rational, is that we have to send our money to Oklahoma City to send it back to Ada, right? Or we have to send our money to Washington D.C. to send it back to Oklahoma. Is something that I kind of think that is like maybe there's some leeway there that we can save some money. So for the Washington D.C. part, because it's actually almost exactly what I was about to bring up in a different way is the reason that works is because we're a poor state. Like California, they send money to Washington, D.C., and none of it comes back to them. It goes to Oklahoma, to Alabama, to our... Every southern state runs a deficit, Republican, except Texas. Texas is the only, like, Republican, conservative-ran place that they break even. Like, they could split off and become their own nation, and they would probably do okay sort of thing. And then all the rest that do great is like New York City, New York State, California, Washington, all these places that actually make shit and have big businesses, they have a surplus of money every year. And they send that into Washington, and Washington takes that and sends it to all the conservative states and is like, here, here's help with your budget because y'all can't figure out how to make jobs or do anything to make money. So they're I get why people are saying of like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. But that's not actually our money. That's someone else's money they're sending back or whatever. Like, we all have to sit in so they can count it. But then they are like, all right, well, because it is socialism. Like, the states have this sort of socialistic thing to it, right? Like, they're all helping each other out. 
honestly, if I was California, I'd be trying to secede from the U.S. every day because all you have are people all over the place saying you're fucking the worst. California's the worst. Like all these southern states are like, guys, they provide all the food for us. They provide all kinds of shit for us in California. And we all act like they're this heathen capital of the world or whatever. I don't know. It's just so weird how everyone hates on California. It's old. What would you say about making change, though? Because, like, you know, I don't feel like I could ever reach um, Lankford. You know, or whoever's in D.C. for oh, Oklahoma. Oh, if I could, fucking like, no. But, you know, but if you got 500 people went down to City Hall of Ada, you would make a fucking mess. But if you, you know, it would take so much logistics to go to fucking D.C. or go to the big, to, well, to make those changes. Well, so I'm like, if you can, if like, you can make it smaller and you can make the changes more better to what fits our area, I'm for that. Now the funding, yeah, I would love to get California's money. So. Right. I'm cool with that. Right. It's all we can have it both ways. See, I, guess. I mean, I just don't know what on earth 500 people are going to get together for to go to a town hall in Ada. What's that important that Ada could do? And what could they do? What could we demand that they could be like, we'll make that happen? Well, when you talk about your schools and stuff, I think it could help, um, you know, immediate problems and immediate feelings. And it would make people feel because when I got into politics, it was like all great and dandy. But then I realized that I can't really do anything. Right. And I mean, deflating. and I feel that way all the time. Like, yeah. it's pretty much hopeless. I think all you can do is talk and uh, share your ideas. And I think common sense should win out in the end. But then again, maybe it, it doesn't. hasn't in a long uh, time. That's why it's so difficult. Right. But in general, that's always my thought. But then I guess I always think if Democrats played dirtier, like as far as like their attack ads and their, their slander and different the way they talk, I'm like, I think y'all would get more voters. Because there is a section of voters who like that, who like you talk some shit, they're going to vote for you because yeah. they enjoy it. And that's weird. I never thought that would be a thing that's like a a positive right for a candidate yeah. <laughs> or something. So yeah. it, it is strange times we live in for sure. I don't even know what to believe. And that's the thing is it's so hard to know what to believe. I think it all boils down to trust. You know, it's like when people say, oh, well, Switzerland, they got free health care, you know, and they're so great. Yeah, but they don't police the world and do all this other bullshit. So you you almost can't have You can't start both, any conversation you know? about so, a United States budget without the military. Right, because it's so ridiculous. Right. The whole safety net of everything would be covered if we weren't so making veterans every like, day. I know this is crazy, and I'm sure it's been said a million times. Imagine a world in which we could all just make an agreement. We won't go to war with each other. And then all the money every country spent on war, we were like, let's go to space. That'd and let's crazy. colonize the solar system. Yeah. And then we can just all have our own planets and do good, positive stuff. But people yeah. are like, well, we can't trust them. So let's keep yeah. our defenses up or whatever. Right? Like, It's sad. Well, it's easier <laughs> to make the perception of not trust than it is to build right. build the bridge of trust, I um, guess. so. And something I was thinking of when we were talking about politics is the reason coffee is not super huge in England like it is here. Right? Like in America, we fucking love coffee and they're still on tea uh, is because when it was kind of a big deal in England back in the day, people were getting together at coffee shops and drinking coffee and talking politics because it gets you all hopped up. Mm-hmm. And during that, it started leading to that whole thought of like, why do we have a king and queen? And then they outlawed coffee because they were like, don't you be talking about that's that shit crazy. in coffee shops. And I always thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's like. crazy. Um, all right, man. I think that's all I got this time. We'll see what we keep. I said the same thing to Snappy earlier. Uh, I, I enjoy the freedom to cut shit. Oh, yeah. I just think it's better that way. You know, just give the nugs, the good nugs, <laughs> if you will. Oh, yeah. Speed it up. Let's get out of here. All right, man. Anything else? Any, any lasting uh, cool phrase? Much love. Thanks for listening. Peace.